First time that I listened, you playing the guitar and I cry. <gasps> that was a significant moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a little bit of a memory of that. It was here. Yeah, that's the only reason I wanted to learn. To make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, I forgot the name of the other podcaster. <laughs> Leo. Leo. Yeah. I think that Leo is a way better podcaster than I am. I just listened a little bit of one of your conversations and I was like, yeah, he's a good English speaker. <laughs> <laughs> he's smart. I think he's a better podcaster than me recently. Yeah. Because I've been high. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, he's, he's good to talk to, mind to mind. This is going to make a little bit of noise again. Oh, no worries. And then let's do it. Well, we are recording now, but you want me to edit this out? Or we could leave it in. What you're hearing right now is uh, the Carthaginians' naval fleet <laughs> battling some random pirates on the Atlantic Ocean. Epic. Yeah, I think anything's fair game on this podcast. Like There will always be something that we've done that's been lower quality audio or thing to share. Oh, yeah. It's like... Halfway through, you'll just hear my cats run across and kill each other. <laughs> and that's like impossible to edit out. Uh, did another episode without you. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you mentioned it. Did you like edit it and uh, publish it? Yep. Yeah, because cool. I was going to do it with you, but then uh, it was already super long. And yeah, why not do another? Yeah, so here we are. Um, I'll have to listen to it. What did you cover? Anything? Any particular highlights? Uh, it was with the the woman once known as Weira, who is now Ilya, I think she wants to go by. But uh, yeah, we just... I don't even remember. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh yeah, we started doing porn on the podcast. What does that mean? Audio porn. What does that mean? We didn't really do that, but I don't know. You can listen if you want. Could be a lot of things. Yeah, I'll have to check it out and see how exploitative it's become. I mean, don't you just listen to these all the time? Yeah, that's true. This is what I play in my <laughs> just to hear myself think and talk, you know. Why be in your head when you could be in your speakers? <laughs> So what has been going on? Dark Brandon has made his official um, appearance in U.S. politics. How do you feel about Dark Brandon? Yeah, I'm really curious as to the depth of the darkness. He did look pretty pretty uh, sinister in those shades. Is there fear in Vilcabamba about Dark Brandon, his rise? <laughs> There's a fear Vilcabamba about everything, especially things in the U.S., especially Mr. Biden. Is have you communicated at all with, um, you know, the secret agent that used to live in Vilcabamba? That no, no. Uh, Deborah Ray went dark on me, and also I 
saw some more of her more recent tweets, and oh, in okay. fact, she was loca. Yeah, the first uh, red flag for me was when she, in the Substack, went about it like the CIA and Germany. Like, didn't even do the due diligence to figure out what what Germany's <laughs> intelligence yeah, service yeah. was. <laughs> the CIA is teaming up with Germany. I thought maybe she was just shaken up, and I don't know. Didn't I was even just do. really itching for some something juicy here with foreign agents because I wanted to cover it in the docu series. Didn't I want to have do an episode either. called Conspirituality. That sounds good. I like that. That's a good title. It's not original, but it is accurate for a lot of people here. Um, have you made any further progress on coming up with your team, etc.? Yeah, it's looking more hopeful for Iya and I and a few options of people for cinematography, for camera. But uh, yeah, I feel this is a ball that will move forward as long as I don't, you know, completely sabotage it. Excellent. And how is the sobriety? Was the last episode the final joint? Oh, no. <laughs> this oh, is no. Even worse. The devil's leaf. Wow. El Tobacco uh, del Diablo. Yeah, you know, I had a long break and then a long not break and then a short break and now a short not break and... Tomorrow is day one of my new religion, so we're right on track. Tell us about your new religion. You're going to wake up at five. End of list. You're just going to wake up at five. Yeah, that's it. As long as you wake up at five every morning, you'll be set because you'll eventually have to cope and go to bed early. And then when you get up with energy, you're going to have to do something. And so you meditate and then you just win the morning, win the day every day. This is some Jocko Willink Navy SEAL shit. So you wake up at 4 a.m., everybody else is asleep, gives you the competitive edge. Yeah, exactly. It's competitive spirituality. Spirituality has just been too soft. That's the only problem with spirituality. It has yeah, to get competitive. That's the problem, I think. Yeah, where are the hard spiritual men at? They don't that's exist. What, they don't that's exist, what you my friend. You need Schwarzenegger, but... Who meditates? Schwarzenegger might meditate. I don't know, but Goggins meditates. Does he? In the most well, militant way, if just from how he brands it, at least I saw a title like "Go to War with Your Mind." Yeah, how does he? I doubt. Does he sit still? Can he sit still? All of his videos are him no. he's sprinting down the street with his shirt off, and he's yelling. Have you seen out of context Goggins clips? They're amazing. I've seen clips. I mean. The context always seems to be pretty erratic regardless. There's some stuff where they just like chop up like 10 seconds of audio. And there's one where he goes, give me a dozen men, hard men, the hardest <laughs> of the hard. And I want to be with these men. And it depends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's very good. He's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, it's a thing yeah. like there are all these figures that we admire because they embody some trait that we want to have. We're like, wow, Goggins is such an inspiration, but that guy's nuts. 
And you probably say the same thing for like a monk. They're so disciplined. They do things so well, but got some real like repressed stuff there as well. It depends on the monk. I don't know any monks uh, and there are no good YouTube monks. They're actually great monks. Well, not that I know. No, I mean, the ones I've had experience with have been pretty dope. Hmm. I mean, but I don't know. They had their human idiosyncrasies and maybe were a little delusional about like being enlightened and above all of that. There's no a lot of dogma wherever you go. YouTube monk. Is there? Huh? A YouTube Sadguru? monk? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sadhguru is the biggest like yogi figure on YouTube probably. And that guy's I, a fraud. But I've seen just random videos of monks, like people traveling and finding a monk in a cave and like chatting with them and they seem like great vibes. Do you ever see those videos of like a Shaolin monk fighting someone and they're like, don't mess with the power of Shaolin and he's just taking punches to the face and groin and not reacting? I don't think I've seen them, but I've heard about videos like this. They're totally fake, though. Like, yeah. if it were real, they would be dominating the UFC, and they just don't. Karate right. is pretty much fake. Yeah, on the retreat that I went to last September, October, plant medicine retreat, the guy leading it was giving a lesson in Qigong and telling us that, like, there were monks that could, you know, withstand 25 other monks pushing against him and just, like, at ease you know be stronger than all of them at once yeah that shit's totally fake it's it's funny i was like do you really believe this i was really curious there's some like good um like works of fiction that have come out of it Mm -hmm. but anytime they've like attempted like every other fighting style is more effective like western boxing it beats the fuck out of most martial arts i think also what people have realized with mma is that you need a mix like if you only know one thing, you're probably gonna be at a disadvantage. Oh yeah, anyone that can grapple is gonna destroy everything where grappling is allowed. And if you can't grapple, like it's over. You can only hit him mm-hmm. once or twice before he gets in there and just suffocates you. You also can't really know, only know how to grapple, right? You need to know how to punch. Yeah, but it's just the most effective. Like if you're an incredible grappler, you'll get way further than if you're just a really good puncher. Like so you to specialize in like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but then be competent in something tactical. Yeah, like Conor McGregor was only like a – he had a capoeira stance, which is super weird. But he's pretty much only a striker. And then when he went against like Khabib Nur- Nurmagomedov, or however you pronounce it, who was just an elite level wrestler who could kind of strike, like he would win a couple points standing up. But then as soon as Khabib got close enough, he just mauled him. He just suffocated him. That's cool. Maybe I should go back to the BJJ classes here. There's like a dojo at this uh, neighbor neighbor's house, and they cool. have BJJ there. I did one class. It was fun, but I got kicked in the face. It's not a kicking sport. It was just an accident. I oh, got wow. kicked in the face, and I was like bleeding a little bit. And then I was like, I don't need to, you know, disfigure myself on the one percent chance that I ever need to actually use this. Yeah, it's it just doesn't seem like a good payoff because, yeah, like are you realistically going to use it? And then if you're not going to use it, the reason would be exercise. But I think there are more – there are better ways to exercise. Yeah, it is really good. Like it's a lot – but it is a lot of strain too. Mm-hmm. It's like you're – You could get injuries. Body. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the thing too. I don't. I really don't want to get. We have a. I have a coworker. I don't know if I've talked about this before. I have a coworker that did college level gymnastics, like elite level gymnast, and mm-hmm. she ended up tearing both shoulders and I think both knees or something. Um, wow. And had to have simultaneous surgery on all four limbs. That's wild. And this is like, like we're at the same spot now. There is zero payoff to doing any of this. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to maybe go to the Olympics. What are the odds of that? There's what, four Olympians every four years in a country of 350 million people. I think just the joy of being great at something though. Yeah. Pick something. Um, You know, if you're good at basketball, at least there's, I don't know, a million, maybe less, maybe there's 10,000 NBA players. 10,000 NFL players, there's four gymnasts, maybe. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I felt the same way about chess, but uh, hey, you can't pick your calling. Sometimes you just have to do it. I feel like chess actually now has become a real thing. Um, Twitch, it's the most popular thing that's streamed on Twitch. Really? Yeah, so like chess influencers that make YouTube videos and Twitch videos just playing randos on yahoo or on chess.com wow uh, do, do pretty well and have good followings that's cool yeah yeah but on the professional level it's it's just way worse than being a pro athlete and super hard to get there mm-hmm. and i think it's just not as rich of a game as a lot of other things like go i don't know i've never played go but i think it's pretty nice what other goes, games are you gonna play trick? well chess is just like so old and so deeply explored that there's so much that's just opening theory like mm-hmm. when experienced players are playing each other they could play 30 moves before either of them are thinking for themselves mm-hmm. so and it's like at the super high level it's just so uh it's gets such like such a becomes a very vague and uber complicated game that's hard to follow it's not a great spectator sport have you been playing with our mutual friend warden not for a while no speaking of our mutual friend warden though he is about to be living in your country rather than mine is he fleeing his baby mama (laughs) maybe maybe that's the real reason he did say that she was uh sending him very vicious texts what do you have any details you would like to go into on that because i'm kind of curious on what part just on he met someone they got into some sort of relationship and he found out later that she had a child <laughs> oh yeah and he wanted to get out of it this is all i have i guess it's fair game he did talk about it on on the podcast um but yeah, he met this girl. They connected super fast and it sounds like deeply on some level. And so they were like, they went from dating to they spent like two weeks consecutively together very early into dating. And then we're just a couple. And uh, so it was very, very fast. And then two weeks later, she's like, hey, I don't want to start on a bad foundation or with any like secrets. I just want to tell you, I have a kid. 
And yeah, that changed a lot. How does one spend two weeks with someone um, and not know? Like, where's what's the kid doing these two weeks? I think the kid is good. <laughs> I think the kid is not like she's not with the kid mm. a super ton of the time. And I think maybe grandparents watch it or something. Oh, okay. That does happen more here than there. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something probably you want to disclose up front. Yeah. And then so so he's trying to plan his escape. Did he escape? Well, yeah, I mean he he escaped the relationship a long time ago. But okay. now he I'm saying he's gonna move to the US. Where is he moving to? He doesn't know yet. A few places interest him. There's like some a lot of friends of his are so, like kind of randomly all ending up in uh South Carolina in uh what's the town called? Charleston? No, it's like a smaller town, like Greenville, I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, pretty random. Although it is where you would want to live if you were location independent, you said. People love the Carolinas. Carolinas. You get all of the, I don't know, beachfront weather, some southern charm, some good food. Do you think I have southern charm? No. Damn. <laughs> 18 years in Atlanta did me no good, I guess. You're more of a Hollywood liberal elite vibe. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, you're like the kind that would be planning a pandemic, you know. Speaking of which, Pandemic 3 comes out June 3rd. Are you stoked? I can't wait. (laughs) You saw the the first ones? I saw, well, I don't know, maybe it was a trailer. You sent me one of the videos. It was pretty short. It was like... Just like random clips of like SWAT teams and like old movies cut together to seem like the apocalypse was happening. I don't remember what you're referring to there, but it's uh, it was in 2020 that the main one came out. So it's been a while and they're titling this one The Great Awakening. Yeah, I'm excited. And I hope they make a pandemic four after this. This is like Sharknado on the sci-fi channel. Like it really... Once something takes off, you just lean in. Keep that golden goose humming. <laughs> so what's the percent chance it's a pandemic in your mind? 0.01%. <laughs> and we've discussed this at length, but it's just, you know, the sheer stupidity of so many people and the inability to keep something you know, under wraps over such a large amount of people. It's like, it's just impossible to keep a conspiracy like that. What if it's not under wraps? I mean, they did an experiment simulation of COVID or something like COVID a few months before it happened. Yeah, but they have been doing that for years. You're talking about the Wuhan Institute of Virology? No, I'm saying that I don't remember where this was, but it was a simulation of the of like an outbreak with the SARS virus and Dude, how it I, would go. I did that for my grad, no, whatever, my capstone in undergrad. Yeah, but I mean, you, it's, it just seems unlikely that they would be doing it about the exact thing that did, in fact, happen. People are just doing that stuff. Like there's, you know, 30, 40, 50 years of movies about viral outbreaks. And it's also happened before. Like we've had swine flu, we've had SARS, 
we've had Spanish flu. Right, but this is the first one that could be man-made, like manipulated, a manipulated virus. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I believe it's a pandemic. Probably not, but maybe. Well, I think that like it could be a lab leak without it being a conspiracy. Like both of those things can be true, and that's what I tend to think. Like it probably came out of that lab. It probably came out of some you know, shoddy safety restrictions out of that lab. But I tend to lean towards human incompetence over grand design. Yeah, no, there's really no way to say. You think Robert F. Kennedy will steal the Democratic nomination from Dark Brandon? I don't, but that dude's voice is really weird. Have you listened to him much? I have, yeah. I think his deal, maybe, maybe, I'm not quite sure about this, but I think that maybe he had a vaccine that fucked him up as a child. <laughs> oh, dear. Fucked up his voice, and that's why he's like a major anti-vaxxer. He calls himself a safe vaxxer, but he's known, you know, on the hill as an anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, although I've realized from personal experience that you can become known as an anti-vaxxer for like not being an anti-vaxxer at all. And a transphobe. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you have to include that one because when people realize I was reasonable on the vaccine, then they'll have to get me on something. You are an alt-right transphobe. If you waited even a week to get the COVID shot, you're an alt-right transphobe, and that's just a fact. <laughs> So are you glad you didn't do it? You indifferent? At the end of the day, I am indifferent. It, you know, nothing like I don't think I'd feel any different right now had I done it. I still think that like a wait and see approach that I took was pretty reasonable. Yeah. I don't think I put anybody at risk. I don't think I spread COVID to anybody. You don't think you're a super spreader? I took antibody tests. I took COVID tests. I never once actually tested positive. I might have contracted it a couple times, but I don't think it ever, um, whatever the word is, incubated to the point where I was had full on COVID. Like I think, like I had a little bit of like symptoms coming on where I had like a fever for a night and then I was just fine the next day. And I never once tested positive, but I was around people and then like sympathetically ill the the next day. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's psychosomatic or that's just the virus trying to work its way in and failing. I have no idea. Yeah, hard to say. But did you wear your mask every time you ran outside? I wore my mask on a plane um, <laughs> to Europe and that was horrible. They wanted it specifically an N95 mask to get from America to Austria and I had to wear it the entire time. It's an eight hour flight. It was ripping my ears off. You couldn't even drink water. Yeah, no, you took it off to drink water and you took it off to eat your meal and then you put it back on. (laughs) So you're all still sharing the same air. Yeah. in circulated air, you took it off and then you messed around and then you put it right back on again. Oh, that whole thing was so maddening. It was so dumb. I mean, people were afraid. But it yeah. was just annoying that these people that were afraid 
all got on social media and started telling you how to live. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I hope we're past that stuff. I imagine we're not quite. I think we're past it. Um, we're more on the, I don't know, what are we on right now? Abortion, Dark Brandon. Abortions still big? Oh, yeah, they're trying to make it a legal state to state now. Uh, After the repeal oh, of Roe wow. v. Wade. Illegal state to state, meaning you can't go to another state to, to get an abortion? No, like every state's trying to pass individual laws to to disallow it. Uh, because all they did was allow states to do that. Yeah, yeah. So like by getting rid of Roe v. Wade or whatever, they left it up to the states. So now the states are trying to codify whether or not you can. So that's been a hot topic in the media. But I like, predict Mississippi will be first. I feel like, yeah, that's probably true. Mississippi, Florida, Texas. Georgia will probably be in the mix. Um, Bud Light has been in the media. Uh, because of their LGBTQ stuff? Yeah, they put, a like a, I guess, a trans influencer on a can of Bud Light. Yeah. And I find caused- all this outrage over companies doing this stuff funny. Like, people are... You know, like saying, oh, I'll never drink this beer again. And they're like almost personally hurt at these brands that felt like they're friends. It's manufactured, well, not even, it's guerrilla marketing. It's manufactured outrage and guerrilla marketing. I do that thing and that thing gets way more views. It blows up. It goes on Ben Shapiro. It goes on Russell Brand. It goes on Joe Rogan. It gets way more outreach than if I were to just buy a commercial that airs after Dancing with the Stars. 100 million eyeballs on it by doing something controversial versus 12 million by putting it, you know, on an NFL game commercial or whatever. Yeah. Free press. The all press Trump is good effect. press. Do you think yeah. all press is good press? Uh, no, obviously, because at some point uh, people, you know, come with their knives. You get enough press. Eventually they come to take you down. It's happened to Donald Trump. Again and again, that's really the only example. Oh, I watched a recent rally with him. Mm-hmm. Pretty good stuff. Um, he clearly planted in the audience the people that he wanted to ask the questions. First yeah. one was um, like the, the chairman of the Republican Women of Connecticut or something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, my, my major concern is keeping men out of women's sports. What do you plan to do about that? And he said, vote for Donald Trump. You don't have to worry about that if you vote for Donald Trump. And then he had a veteran in there who talked about healthcare for vets, which actually seemed very legit. He talked about being able to get private healthcare paid off if like the VA was busy. That Mm -hmm. seemed very legit of him. And then I forget, he had a third topic. Oh, inflation. And he said, we're going to drill, baby. Oh, dear. To get inflation down, we're going to drill. So those are the three hot topics. No politicians are going to save us. That's all I know. Dark Brandon, number one. Number two, Robert F. Kennedy. Number three. Robert Kennedy. That would be wild. Yeah, I'm very curious. It seems like Biden wins a Trump-Biden rematch. But Oh, uh, really? I don't know, man. 
but Biden loses a Biden DeSantis head to head, but DeSantis loses a Trump DeSantis primary. I see what you're saying. I'm not sure that Biden beats Trump. I don't know. It seemed it was a landslide loss the last time around. I'm just thinking about the debates. There's still a year and a half to go before this is going to happen. This guy has been declining. He, yeah, he might just not. I don't even know if he'll run. Like, oh, he's running. He said he's running. No, man, he's probably. It's probably going to be Robert Kennedy, and this is the deep state just catching the public up to. Okay, the vaccines weren't great, but it's still going to be. He's still on the inside. Robert Kennedy is against all the vaccines. That's what I'm saying. They're just going to ease people into be like, oh, okay, the vaccines didn't work. Move on with our lives. I think that, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see. Is it is it next November then? November 24th, that's when the primary debates would be, or that's when the election would be, right? That's when the election is, and so I guess September, October debates. Yeah, so that'll be fun to watch. It'll be a circus again. We'll see. I hope it's not Trump versus Biden. That was already so depressing in 2020 that was the most depressing election ever watching those debates and just imagine them four years later four years older yeah no i hope that trump does not get the nomination i hope he's not even allowed to run um because of his legal troubles (sighs) yeah which there are plenty of but we'll see we'll see what happens pretty pretty fun times in general Yeah. I was talking to this guy here who has prophetic dreams. I told you about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he says he has prophetic dreams and knows for certain that there's going to be a civil war in the US and then World War III from there. And I'm like, how can you know anything in the future for certain? There's always room for change. And he's like, oh, I see. I see how from your perspective, you know, you say we'll see, but I know. I know. The thing is that like even like prophecy. Oh, I don't know. Right. Cause there's self-fulfilling prophecies where mm-hmm. it's like a closed loop, but most of the time just like being aware of it, like inherently changes it. So the future is always like a million different possibilities and it's always in flux. Right. Um, why would a civil war in the U.S. trigger a world war? Wouldn't it be the opposite? He has very intricate reasons and things he says he's been shown, and I don't recall everything. But right. uh, I mean, hey, everything's on the table these days. I feel that if the U.S. were to crumble, you know, due to civil war, there would be nobody there to fight a world war. What do you mean? There'd be everyone else in the world. Yeah, they could have regional squabbles, but there aren't enough integrated units to start a world war if the U.S. is not a part of it. What if China sees the epic geography of the U.S. and decides it wants to take it and make it part of China, and then Russia says, no, we want it, and then everyone just fights? That's a ridiculous scenario that would never happen. Trying to occupy a continent away why why not that's insane you can't occupy it there's just not enough people 
There's not enough soldiers to occupy a continent. Mm, I mean, without you, you wouldn't need abandoning. so many necessarily if the continent, or it's not a continent, if the country were at civil war. I think if the country were at civil war and everybody was currently armed and you try to bring a foreigner. That's true. The U.S. is real tough to, to you think conquer you're by get- force. You think you're going to get Chinese people in Appalachia just trying to like hold those hill monsters down? Hold those hill monsters down? Yeah, those Appalachians are going to be like yodeling down the mountain <laughs> with sticks and forks. They're going to rip them apart. They're already racist. You can't get anyone down there that's not, you know, white <laughs> Scottish descent. You think you're going to get a Russian guy? That could be the last stand of the US, the US Appalachia. Like the U.S. is the most individualistic nation on planet Earth. It's never going to be occupied. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I mean, it could just go into chaos and then different military groups would have different regions. I don't yeah, know. I, I mean, this, it's a multifaceted thing that this guy says. So I'm not trying to recap what he says. He's, it's like there are different things that different seeds of the World War III maybe across the world. I think we should examine the different parts and see if they're actually feasible from a more grounded geopolitical understanding. I don't think it's necessary. I think <laughs> I just don't really take it very seriously. No, but, it's just quality. Well, I take the possibility seriously, definitely. But uh, I don't believe in prophecies in that way. So I don't need to dig. Yeah, I think that a civil war is super unrealistic. I think that power is so centralized in the military that any type of grassroots anti-military uh, guerrilla situation would be very easily quashed. Yeah, it's 7.04 p.m. Happy America time. 7.04 p.m. July 4th p.m. Hell yeah. Bang, bang. Um... No, I think um, other regional powers, Brazil, Argentina, China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, none of these people have the reach to really do anything global, only regional, and they're holding on for dear life to maintain regional control. The globalists can do something global. The globalists don't have a military. The UN doesn't have a military, right? They have the militaries of all the countries. Of what? Germany and the UK? That's a joke. It's a joke and a half. You know who has the second largest navy on Earth, and it's not even called a real navy. It's called a defense force. Israel? Japan. Oh, not Israel. Um, Yeah, okay. Wow, that's surprising, actually. Yeah, they're not allowed to have an official army because of World War II because, you know, we know how they get. Um, (laughs) But they do have like an unofficial, well, I guess it is official, but it is a defense force and it is the second largest navy, enough to squash like a Chinese navy three times over. That's interesting. Although maybe not how any fighting is going to happen, so irrelevant. You think it's all going to be psychic fighting by done by shamans? 
meditating? I think, it's, I think it's all always been psychic fighting, energetic fighting, and the physical is just the manifestation of that. Uh, are you familiar with Aleister Crowley? He's a British, was a British nobleman or whatever, you know, uh, had some, some family money. Oh, be- yeah, yeah. You told me about him. Became a mystic. Uh, during World War II, him and a coven of witches uh, told the prime minister that they would have a psychic war against the Nazis. So they were like in a bunker, you know, doing doing magic to try to prevent the bombers from bombing the shit out of London. So it worked. It worked. England is independent to this day, thanks to the witches. You love witches. Is your girl, does she have any witch in her? Oh, yeah. It's got a little moon tattoo. Nice. Um, You know, deck of tarot cards, that whole thing. The tarot cards are essential. Big time witch energy. Have Has she given you tarot readings? No, no. I got her the tarot cards as a joke last year. Oh. Damn. Just... It's it's the aesthetic is appealing. Uh-huh. The belief oh, okay. is nonsense. The aesthetic is appealing. That's uh, that's all it is. It would have been entertaining if she was into it. No, um, Wicca is a scam that was founded in the 1970s. The guy that founded yeah like, yeah official Wicca yeah yeah is on record as just like he made it up. He there he didn't uncover some old text that he was reviving. Humans making it all up. Well, the thing is, like, old religions were, like, druids and shit, you know? They would, like, worship leaves and stuff, but they weren't, like, satanic witches. It was never a thing. Yeah. Well, it was branded that way by Christians. Yeah, exactly. So then you're just, like, the myth carries on, and then people look into the myth, and I don't know. It's just, like, like Norse mythology is thought to be a lot of the same thing, like Thor and all that mm. shit. It's totally – it was made up by a Christian guy. Mm. Mm. Of, like – like, like, there's nobody in Sweden or whatever. There's no temple to Thor. It doesn't <laughs> exist. It's never existed. Yeah. It was made up as fan fiction in the <laughs> Middle Ages. <laughs> Still fan fiction today. Yeah. Um. Wow. Damn. I think it was made up to ease. You know, I, you know they do shit like try to get like more justification for their own thing to be like, look at the weird similarities between this religion and our religion. Like, look, they have the same holidays, but like they're just making shit up. doesn't exist. Yeah. Or stealing holidays. Yeah. Or maybe it, I don't know, man. I don't know enough about the Norse mythology. People seem to think it was real, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Maybe we just want to believe. You know, I grew up in a neighborhood called Druid Hills. You think that that has had some impact on you? Well, I was raised to be Druid. The Druid Hills. Yeah, my mom only celebrated the Druid holidays. The solstice. May Day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is May Day? Yep. It's also Labor Day in Ecuador. Happy Holidays. Yeah, I heard about this Labor Day. It's not Labor Day here, uh, funny enough, but apparently the origin is a strike in Chicago. Of Labor Day's worldwide, the origin, or just in the U.S.? Yeah, this May 1st thing commemorates... This is what I was told today. I haven't looked into it, but this is what I was told today. 
that May 1st commemorates a strike in the Gilded Age in the 1800s in Chicago where the workers were demanding like eight hour workdays because mm-hmm. um, they had been working like in a factory for longer than eight hours before that. And the factory owner in retaliation locked the door and set the factory on fire. And wow, this, what a retaliation. This anniversary is uh, Labor Day around the world, except in America, <laughs> where we have, you know, September. Wait, that's really weird. So this event in the U.S. inspired Labor Days everywhere other than the U.S.? This is what I was told today. That doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, like, it's the same with, there's like International Women's Day. Yeah. Not recognized in the U.S. really, you know, yeah, kind is. of in kind of in corporate culture, but not really. Like in other places, it's like a day off. It's like a state uh, holiday. Yeah, uh, it's not a day off in the U.S. But also from like a women's suffrage campaign in Chicago. Damn, so it's all about Chicago. It's all about the U.S., baby. The U.S. does stuff, the world follows, and then the U.S. goes, never mind. So, like, you are you completely sincere when you say things like that? Like what? Like, it's all about the U.S., everyone's watching the U.S., U.S. number one forever. In a lot of ways, yeah. It depends on what lens you're looking at. But if you want, like, you know, somebody somebody's a tastemaker or whatever, and right now that's, like, that was Rome at one point, that was Germany at one point, it's the U.S. right now. Mm-hmm. And you don't think it'll be China soon? No. Regional. Ecuador Ecuador be the comeback country. That's going to be amazing. I feel like, (laughs) yeah, what landlocked, mountainous, mostly rural. Mm -hmm. Quite Quite a... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, not much there to exploit for a competitive edge. I mean... Not to exploit, but to have the pure nature, so much fertile land. Now, exploit being the word that like in the U.S. you can exploit like the interconnectedness of all the waterways. Mm-hmm. So it's the greatest like domestic shipping routes available anywhere on earth, which is what allows yeah. it to become the economic powerhouse that it is. And water sources and yeah. the Great Lakes. Yeah. I saw a guy on Twitter, a post on Twitter that was you. It was a guy talking about how the U.S. is the best because geography. And oh, yeah. gave all of these reasons, many things you've said. This is a widely held belief of, I mean, anyone that looks at a map really, but if you play like Civ obsessively like I do, and you're constantly looking at how to shape your empire to win, like you're you're a slave to geography 90% of the time. Like you have to work with the resources you have and exploit them in the best possible way to, you know, further your empire. But the U S is, is a level of perfect that hasn't been seen before. The globalists have you, you have to escape their grasp. They have your mind. The globalists have me, the globalists who are the globalists these days. The globalists are, Everyone. Have you been paying attention to that Supreme Court judge? No. There's that Supreme Court judge. It's a recent scandal. 
you know, from the U.S. Supreme Court. There's only seven of them, so I should know his name, but I don't. Um, he was recently, I guess, blasted for taking a bunch of bribes, taking a bunch of money and not declaring oh. any of it, like taking a shit ton of like property. Mm-hmm. But also one of the things was that he took a lavish like week away at uh, Bohemia Grove. <laughs> Alex Jones's favorite spot for globalists and their cultist behavior. Yeah. And Epstein Island. So, you know, corruption alive and well in the American legal system. In case alive you're wondering. And scary. It's scary because there's probably so much that we don't know about and so much that's subtle and tricky. Doesn't really matter, though. It's just them lining their pockets. It doesn't really impact you and me. Who's them? Three people doing it. The elites. You know, it's like a factory owner gives a judge a lot of money. Judge gets a lot of money. Judge passes policy to grow the factory owner's business exponentially. Mm -hmm. He gets a lot of money. Late stage capitalism. Yep. All these, that's why you don't need conspiracies. Like all these things, people work for their own best interests and they happen to be in line with other people's best interests. And then things just naturally form. Yeah. I mean, can you're there? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, conspiracy is just like a buzzword made by the CIA. Really? You think they invented conspiracies? They invented the term conspiracy theory. I feel like I've heard that before. Was it to detract? It was to, to what? To ridicule? Yeah, to make it easy to ridicule people who point to these things. Mm. What did people call conspiracies before you know like the plot to kill julius caesar what they call that the eyes of march a coup i don't know yeah yeah right the the gunpowder thing do you think it'd be fun to be part of a coup no Hmm. what if there's a coup and you get horribly executed what if there was a coup at sky vodka trading you lose and you get horribly fired (laughs) and nobody touches you again it's a very small world here Uh, how are things at the company if you want to talk about that I was just going to pivot into like all these people that want to take the future into their own hands are fucking idiots like the brave hearts of the world they get themselves drawn and quartered because they had some weird beliefs about Scottish independence who gives a fuck Scotland's not independent now it's not no what do you mean they had a referendum they voted they want to be part of the UK Oh. They're a subordinate of the UK by their own choice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. Because that's what the UK is, right? It's Northern Ireland, England, and Scotland. Okay. But yeah, dying for your beliefs, overrated and stupid. So no, I would never be part of a coup. Interesting. Is there any belief you would die for? No. Is there anything you would die for? Trans rights. Honorable. Would you cut off your penis for trans rights? 100%. They could have it. 
right now. Take it off of me. How I long affect your relationship? She breaks up with me. She's a transphobe. <laughs> so, you know, got her, got her in there, locked down. No way out. Um, no, the company is is fine. Uh, it has not been profitable for quite some time. Um, but you know, Dark Brandon is probably to blame for that. There's yeah. no volatility. Uh, there's high inflation. It's you know better right now to own treasuries than it is to trade. So what are you gonna do? Ride out, ride out the storm right now. Are any desks just getting destroyed? I'm not sure. I think it's just kind of all around um, underperformance. I'm just kind of a whimper. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone like took the wrong. There's just there's not a vol for someone to take the wrong side and get destroyed yeah no more company trips to the bahamas for a while well we were just in punta cana last year so we usually have a bad year after a hedonist vacation (laughs) so i think i think it'll bounce back especially with the election year coming up you know you're gonna have some crazy election time vol so that'll be a good year regardless of what happens after Mm mm-hmm is that and fun then, for you? Like, do you like work better during those times? Oh, 100%. Yeah, So man. you're into the trading of it, even though you don't trade. I trade in my personal account. There you it's go. Very, it's very fun. What do you do? Uh, just, you know, just sling options. What options? Sometimes puts, sometimes calls. Depends. <laughs> what companies, what indexes? It depends, man. Sometimes spy... Sometimes individual companies. I do a lot of uh, microchips. Oh, wow. Um, China just actually debuted, speaking back to the, you know, your fear of Chinese supremacy, they, de- they debuted their... It's not my fear. They, de- they uh, debuted their GPU, a graphics processing unit, mm-hmm. like totally homegrown, their first ever totally homegrown GPU, and it's dog shit. It's wow. about th- three generations behind anything that the Taiwanese companies are making. It's probably just a a scarecrow, like a distraction from how advanced their tech is. No, that's the thing. It's like you need strong computing to manufacture strong computing. So like the exponentially better countries just keep getting exponentially better. And it's not easy to catch up without you know, buying or outright stealing their tech. Tech. AI. You think AI is going to run the world in 10 years? I think AI is going to run entertainment in a lot of ways, um, which is kind of depressing, you know, because artists are already prone to blow their brains out. Mm, Yeah. But uh, AI does a really good job of graphic design already, so I don't see that much demand for humans in that space. Um, but eventually, I think they'll just be making movies and shows. You'll just give it a prompt. You'll be like, show me a 10-episode series about a guy that does magic in the woods, and then it'll just boom. In an hour, That's it'll wild. just pump out 10 hours. Because it can like already it can generate humans that are reasonably realistic except for the weird hand stuff Mm -hmm. 
you know, it can do like really basic narrative. So if people like really pour more R&D into it, yeah, it could do cartoons pretty soon. Like, did you watch the episode of South Park? No, there was an AI South Park. Yeah, they did an episode where they had ChatGPT write a lot of the dialogue for it. Oh, South Park the show did this. Yeah. Wow. I should um, watch this. It's a pretty good episode. I mean, it's about ChatGPT, but they use it. It's their co-writer on the episode. So, wow. you know, just with that, you could probably fire half your writing staff if it's reasonably coherent. And it seemed to be. All you really need is one guy to edit. Yeah, could be wild future because people are very attached to entertainment so if ai dominates that it dominates the life definitely like the cultural zeitgeist it has there's a chance that ai could dominate that at least in in animation you know there's always going to be room for more human stories obviously yeah but you did say that it's like the cartoons from ai are dominating the cam girl space there's one AI cam girl it is it's a cartoon like it's a whatever um whatever it's called but it yeah it has like 5,000 subscribers or whatever and like it so it's constantly in like the top five um like online people Mm -hmm. which is really weird yeah well I mean hentai's been around for a while so it's not that crazy yeah, but I don't know. I, I never saw the appeal, really. Personally. Yeah, me um, I understand the novelty of like checking it out once or twice, but then like, why would you keep going back to it? Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I saw some really weird shit today. I saw an ad for an AI chatbot for your Tinder. Like if you need help having conversations on Tinder, this AI chatbot that is intriguing. Messages for you. It's super fucked up. No, I mean I could just set it, give it a simple thing like set a date, and say I don't like talking. Let's do it in person. Just the level of catfishing. I mean, yeah. what the other person's going to also get an AI, and then you're just going to have two AIs. <laughs> organizing you to meet strangers from the internet like what the fuck is happening yeah of course that's what black mirror already predicted like why the fuck would you use an ai for like you want to see if you're compatible with another person like the the whole point is talking is two humans talking to see if they're compatible talking in person that's when you find out if you're compatible talking regardless like Eh, even in chat can be you can't get nearly as much even in chat man like (laughs) You're going to need to know how to talk. No, like, uh, I, I, I'm going to live a phone-free life. Like you're just going to, you know, be a, a child in the future or a teen in the future and you're just going to have no real interactions with people. What do you expect to happen when you meet them in person? Uh, you meet them and then get to know them. Yeah, with what skills? Social skills. Your, you don't have any because you're just having AIs arrange all your shit no you're having ais deal with the fake interaction that is typing shit into a screen and just focusing yourself on the real interaction maybe i don't see any benefit to any of this 
Um, Warden is creating a dating app for queer women in Oregon. What the hell? Yeah, hard pivot from finance infrastructure, interbank in Ecuador. Why did he give up the finance infrastructure app? Yeah, for now. So he's working with the team on other things, software consulting, and then kind of brainstorming for the next thing he wants to create. They don't have enough dating apps for queer women in Oregon? Well, the idea of this one is that you don't do a lot of swiping. You just pay something and then meet up at a restaurant that has agreed to do this, and then you have five dates, and the app coordinates like who's next and when your 15 minutes are up. So you get to know he's, a lot of people. He's reinventing speed dating. Yeah. Sounds fire. Get me in. You know what sounded fire to me was this speed dating in New York that was just based on eye contact. Like you would go around and you just had a few minutes with each person and there's no words. You just look at each other. Weird. Yeah. I was into it. I would have tried it. Yeah, I don't know. What if you... I don't know, man. I guess that's the grind. of <laughs> This all just sounds so fucking dumb. Just like take a cooking class or something. Nah, man. It's like you, uh, you're staring into the window of the soul without the needless filter of words. I wouldn't call, you know, expelling what is inside of your mind a needless filter. You're, you're taking a purely superficial approach with zero other. No, not at all. It's the opposite. You don't have to deal with noise in the mind. You just feel the vibes. You're looking at someone's face and, and getting nothing else. You might as well look you're at in their presence on the screen. You're in their presence. Yep. I'd say purely shallow. You see their aura. Do you, you, you see, see their chakras? Yeah, doesn't everyone? <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I can see your root chakra. What color is it? It's a root chakra. Yeah, so what color is it? It's brown. And what color are the other chakras? I don't know. Purple, yellow, blue, red. I wonder if they're the same as spiral dynamics. They might. <laughs> <laughs> They might be. It's probably the same guy. Came up with both. Just one drugged out professor. A guy here is making a like a dating instructions or lesson or something for based on spiral dynamics. Didn't you already didn't you tell him that the game already exists? We don't need additional dating instructions. I didn't get a chance to tell him that. We'll we cracked the code. 20 years ago, and Mr. Neil Strauss. Neil Strauss. <laughs> cracked no, he the really cracked the code with the truth. You should read the truth. That's a fascinating book. I wonder I f- how much of it is legit. I kind of feel like I've already gotten the heart of the melon with that book from talking to you. You should check it out. Why, though? I already know what happens. Just like the, the first-hand... Um, Recontinence or whatever you the word is of his time at the sex rehabilitation clinic mm-hmm. is like super fucked up. 
What's so fucked up about it? Just like the way that they treat, they're like, you have sex addiction. This is like, you shouldn't, if you're near a woman and you have any sexual thoughts, like you are like a perverted individual and there's something wrong with you. Like, wow. It is a crazy view of the world. And like, yeah, maybe there's people that are really like uncontrollable sex. I'm sure there are, right? Yeah, for sure. That's how they need to be treated. But obviously, like, there's nothing wrong with finding someone of the opposite sex attractive or looking at them in a suggestive manner from time to time. (laughs) And then maybe it's like, hyperbolized because he's writing a story but it really it seems really wild Hmm. do you think that you're a white supremacist because you are entertaining the possibility of having white children with your white girlfriend 100 percent. i want to do what's best for my tribe and that is voting for donald trump Politics that favor straight white men. Get me on board, man. When's the time for Maybe the straight you should be white a politician to take this country back? All we hear about, there's too many uh, variables now. In politics? No, in LG. I saw it the other day. It was LGBTQIA, I think. Plus, it's a lot of things. Yeah, IA+. plus. Yeah. So it's everyone but me. How am I supposed to feel right now? I'm getting ganged up by literally everyone but me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lash out. Yeah, you just need some savior, paternal figure to I'm save gonna, it and to rise you out of the ashes. Like I'm gonna boycott Trump. Bud Light. Yeah, I'm gonna boycott women's sports or whatever. I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna. But you, you get my point. Can't stand for that. It's all against me now. You got to be. You're America's next top victim. Dude, here's the thing is I didn't even get to enjoy any of that sweet, sweet white male privilege. This is the first generation immigrant. Happened to also be white. It's just the way it worked with Eastern Europe. Didn't get any of the, you know, any of that sweet privilege. And now immediately the enemy. Tough breaks. Real bummer. Real poor timing on the Eastern European wave of immigration. Yeah, it's like with me, I kind of deserve it. So that's up to you to decide. No, I don't believe in deserving or not deserving, but it makes a lot more sense. You know, the stories are very different. Yeah, also like... um you know, whoever's ancestors worked real hard to get these people to this point right now. So it's kind of you're slapping them in the face when you're like, oh, yeah, I deserve to be punished. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying you can you can say that. Those guys were like, yeah, I'm going to do some horrible shit, but my great grandchildren will be set for life. I'm doing this for my family. And now their family's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe. No, it was all just savagery. Know. It was all just ego. But it's no. not just my ancestors. Everyone's were total savages the further more the further you go back no dude that's not true you know it's true no no there's you know everybody else was happy they were singing kumbaya in an abundant garden of eden and then a straight white man showed up <laughs> and started killing them all and enslaving them all 
That's the and snake. It's all out of privilege. And it didn't take any ingenuity or any effort on his end. It was just pure, straight white male privilege. He got in there and he, you know, bent the world to his will because of the snake, because of some supernatural white privilege. What lore to the villain of the world story? So, anyway, I'm 30% into Mind Kampf now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow it's getting real white supremacist my thoughts oh. I am not a white supremacist I was just leaning in at what point do we have to clarify that we don't mean some things we say uh, you know when we have more than one listener but for right now Warden gets it he knows us right I like to think there's just some other totally random person who somehow listens I would love that. Just one super fan. Yeah. Other side of the world. Some guy in Nepal. Who's just like, yes, finally they're saying what I've been thinking this whole time. Where do you want to go in the world? Are you still into traveling or don't really care? Don't really care. Um, for leisure. Yeah. But it's not like I want to hit, like I want to travel 150 countries or whatever. It's whatever seems fun at the time. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be a digital nomad? No. Yeah. That lifestyle is pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, it's like a little fun, but there's also something it's called a juvenile about just chasing the novelty of changing your location over and over again. And never mm -hmm. having to pursue anything higher because you're constantly distracted by novelty. Mm -hmm. That's what everything is, though. Novelty. That's why you got to put aside novelty. Focus on science. Focus on art. Focus on the greatest podcast of all time. This one. I like to hear it. At times, I haven't been sure about your investment in this podcast, but... Yeah, I think it's going to probably be like hundreds of billions, maybe more. Of listeners? Yeah. Simultaneous worldwide. listeners. Hundreds of billions of people worldwide. Mm -hmm. At least. Good. It'll be, this will be played a thousand years from now. It'll be gospel. <laughs> I actually hope people do less and less listening to other people and more just living we'll be listening to ai you can make an ai God. podcast right now joe rogan talks to andrew tate it's true it although the conversations kind of suck they just agree about things well no you can make you could script the conversation and then you could just have ai pull out the right inflections at the right time to make it sound natural maybe i don't know i don't care i just want to live as a real human is that so much to ask for the globalists, they want you to own nothing and be happy or whatever. I don't know. I don't pay attention to that one. It's very ambitious. Anything else you got on the docket? Uh, I don't have too much of a docket. Meditation, 5 a.m. Tomorrow. 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff.
Tomorrow at 5 a.m. Tomorrow, sobriety. Sobriety. What's sobriety? Are you still sober? Yep. Incredible. Almost two months, right? Yep. I guess exactly two months. Oh, shit. Maybe two months and a day. Full reset. If you had been doing semen retention this whole time, it would be a full reset. February is a shorter month, but um, yeah, you know, it's pretty easy. Not going to lie. This whole experience has given me less sympathy towards addicts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was less like, sympathy right. toward your former self. Yeah. I mean, it's just once you make that decision, you're just like, all right, it's not going to, it's not my identity. Mm-hmm. You just drop it. Mm-hmm. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I went six months without it and then fell back into it. I think anytime you start something, you like set the possibility of a pattern. Yeah, that's true. A lot of random triggers, a lot of things that you like start pairing up. Especially with weed, like there's so many things that you can like smoke and smoke and go for a walk, smoke and eat a burger or whatever. Right. Have sex. Yeah, but it's pretty easy to not full control. It's what enlightenment looks like. How did you become so stoic? Take a good look because it's not impressive. This is it. How did you become enlightened? Um, good question. The last time Must- you talked to me about the topic, you said you became 100% enlightened by smoking cannabis. What was Was I 100%? I feel like I took a different percentage. No, you said 100%. Was I? Okay. Well, I got to stick with that now. Must have been smoking cannabis. Hard to say. It does give you, like, early on, it gives you a decent disconnect from your body to be able to rationally observe your own behavior as like a as like a bystander. Would you say that? Like, it gives you a good disassociation? Uh, I would say it lets you observe yourself as a bystander more, like a, a maybe a mental dissociation and more mental activity, but I feel like it helps me feel my body more. Yeah like on it yeah but i think like once you've experienced those experiences they don't go away so now mm-hmm. like you don't need it anymore to yeah to understand that headspace yep you could probably say that of a lot of things the only thing i'm not sure about is the psychedelics it's also like if you you know decide that your behavior is more harmful than it is beneficial, then why Mm -hmm. would you continue to do it? Yeah. That's probably the biggest one, right? Like people (coughs) with other addictions, I guess, just assume that the pros always outweigh the cons. People with addictions? Yeah. Like I find it hard to believe that somebody with an addiction understands that that the cons outweigh the pros and continues no i think a lot of people understand it but they have some kind of belief or attachment to a low state that they're fulfilling and Mm. yeah i mean maybe there's always some level of delusion at some subconscious level at least but i think 
you can definitely pretty be pretty self-aware while doing harm to yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've never been in that headspace with a different substance, so I don't know. Yeah, I've been in a lot of headspaces. Yeah, tobacco is a weird one because, you know, there's a mountain of evidence that it's pretty much entirely negative, minus maybe some minor nootropic benefits. So is it the the taste? What is it? Is it that you look cool doing it? Because that is a thing. You do look cool smoking cigarettes. It's the coolest thing you can do (laughs) aesthetically. But you know, it's weird, it dude. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to grasp what it is. It's not very rational. The high is very short. It's not spectacular. Cannabis makes a lot more sense. It makes you feel good for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the tobacco. I think what it is is it makes me present just for a short time. It's like a crutch for being in the present moment, and. I understand that I want to be in the present moment, so I use the crutch. That's because you're high the rest of the time, though, right? Mm, no, I mean, it's been on and off. Like you don't feel present when you're just sober without tobacco? Or like caffeine? Varying or- degrees. I mean, there are a lot of degrees of presence, and I would say like the baseline of presence is definitely better without these things, but these things give a boost up to be more present. Mm. Make it easier to be present. If you're at ease in your body, like you are with cannabis, then you can be more chill, more present. Yeah. True. Yeah. I never got into anything else. I smoked hookah a little bit as a teen. That's about it. Cigarettes with, you know, Darth Trader. Oh, really? At, at night outings. Only like at night outings. Ah. <laughs> like you're drinking and you go outside and you have one of his Chinese imported, like smuggled in cigarettes. Oh, um, damn. I didn't know he had those. But, you know, never saw the appeal of doing it by myself. Yeah. So I've, I've smoked cigarettes maybe like like six total in my life. Oh, wow. Damn. That's a great place to be. Maybe maybe 10, but probably under. Probably if you count all the jungle days. tobacco, I'm in the hundreds. I don't know how many hundred. Yeah, so bizarre that they – does tobacco even – it's not native to that part of the world. Yeah, sure it is. It's North American. Tobacco is a jungle plant. That tobacco was like the Plains Indians. It could be a lot of places. It could be. I'm curious of the origin. Um, the indigenous nature of tobacco, North and South America, first smoked by the Mayans. There you go. There you go. Do you feel like a Mayan when you smoke it? No, but uh, when I was in Guatemala, was that was like the most intense retreat experience ever. Oh, that was like liquid tobacco. No, that the liquid tobacco has been in the jungle in Ecuador, 
But when I went on a retreat in Guatemala before I moved here, uh, that was a super intense time. Where were the Mayans? Mayan Empire. Guatemala. Maybe Mexico, too. Southern Mexico? I thought that was the Aztecs. Could be both. Yeah, it's both. Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, Mexico. Low Mayan lowland. When I was in the jungle, I read a book I, that you would hate called Secrets of the Talking Jaguar. That was Why would about I hate living. It? it was about living in uh in an indigenous town in Guatemala around Lake Atitlan, which is where I went on this retreat. But it was in like the seventies and eighties, and it was about living with the indigenous um village and uh and then how it like got, you know, fucked. By the by the straight white man? Yeah. But um, it's also about his like shamanic journey and how he became a shaman there. Mm. And it's, you would hate it because it's just so fantastical that it's like truly hard to believe these things he says occurred. What things occurred? Like he just talks about things that sound like, you know, an intense psychedelic trip, but as, you know, his real life and what happened to him personally, like... 10,000 butterflies swarming him all at once in the forest as honey like went over his eyes and sucked him into death and then he came back and was alive. So he's just describing his trip? He's describing things that sound like a trip, but he's not. it's not a trip. He's saying this is what happened. Oh. Huh. That sounds interesting. It's very interesting. He's still around and kicking and talking. He's in, I think, New Mexico. What's his name? Martin Pretchel. P-R-E-T-C-H-E-L. Yep, there he is. There's his long hair. (laughs) Traveled to Guatemala in the 1970s. He learned their Mayan language and studied with a shaman. He fled to the United States. He wrote some stuff. Yeah, pretty sparse Wikipedia. Yeah. Interesting fellow. It says he, his views seem at times romanticized, but he portrays an idyllic Indian life of colorful rituals and report with nature. Yeah, he talked about being trained to like telepath into the mind or the spirit of nearby animals and have them attract to him and like come. And he would make oh, birds yeah. come and make like jaguars come and like to complete his training he had to pluck the whisker off of a jaguar and you know be so tranquilo and in tune with nature that it didn't you know kill him so he did that i guess you see what i'm saying man all these people live these beautiful idyllic lives in tune with all the animals and it was like a disney movie until the white man showed up (laughs) 
and he taught them war. Yeah, I mean, Mar Martin Prechel rails against the white man and the stuff he witnessed in the U.S. And the Mayans definitely did not rip the still-beating hearts out of slaves that they captured. They definitely didn't do any of that. Yep. Yep. The most violent civilizations in human history. Some of the most violent. And this guy's like, oh my God, yeah, it was so beautiful. Yeah. Try being alive in whatever. 1300, 1100. Hmm. It's easy to be idyllic and beautiful when you've been beaten into an inch of your civilization going away. You know, Japan, like this is a joke about like Japan and like making Hello Kitties and Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. I've heard this. I think it was a Chappelle bit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like this is what happens when you bomb the masculinity out of an entire country. <laughs> like you just push them so close to the brink of extension that they're just like, all right, I got to be calm. Because <laughs> it's, it's over. But yeah, man, Cortez, you can't, you gotta hate the game. Gotta love the player though. <laughs> what, what, are, what are those odds? A million, 500 men against an empire maybe Are you still playing Civ? no i'm just you know musing the odds of him winning this fight it's just all trickery mm -hmm. if they had just gone head to head they would have rushed his people they didn't know those guns take five minutes to reload so do you want to direct the next movie in the vein of 300 but have it feature cortez yeah that's how i would do it too I would show it in a very white savior sort of way. He comes in, teaches them Catholicism, makes them stop cutting the still beating hearts out of their slaves. Um, you know, just really cleans things up around there. And then gives them all smallpox. And then, we, you know, we know the rest <laughs> of the story. <laughs> no, it's a mixed bag, but everybody's at fault here. There are no, no one got out with clean hands. They've, uh, they've since removed a lot of these conquerors from Civ. If you go back to Civ 4, um, it's a wild roster of people. You could play as Stalin. You could play, oh, wow. as, you could play as Mao. Um, obviously, you could play as like Hannibal. You could play as Cortez. Um, and all these like conquerors have been removed, except maybe Genghis Khan is still in there. Wow. And like the That's most wild. recent one is more... Like diplomats, like Abe Lincoln and whatnot. Weird. Yeah, they're just civilizing the game. Well, I think it's also like they've already done all the other ones, so like let's change it up. But I mean, I usually try to play diplomatically. I try not to resort to violence and unless I'm really backed into a corner. Like if your dog is about to kill a dog. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you still have your dog? Yeah. All good. He's right here. Just ate some ribs. Nice. Yeah, look, this is the roster of the latest one. It's Abraham Lincoln, Alexander the Great, who is a conqueror, so I'm wrong there. A Manator, this is Nubian, not too familiar with. Ambiotrix, Gaelic 
uh, Ba Treyu, Vietnamese, Basil II from the Byzantines, Catherine de Medici from France, Chandragupta from the Indians, Cleopatra from the Egyptians, Cyrus from Persia, Dido from Carthage, Eleanor of Aquitaine, Elizabeth from England, Frederick Barbarossa for Germany. It's always difficult to pick a German. Hmm. Sometimes they do Charlemagne, sometimes they do Barbarossa, sometimes they do Bismarck, but Gandhi, yeah, Genghis Khan is still on here. Gilgamesh, Gitaria, Gorgo, Hammurabi, Harold Hadrada, Hojo Takemune, Yudwiga, Yavarman, there's a lot. Zhao III, John Curtin, Julius Caesar, Christina, Kublai Khan, Kupe, Lady Six Guy, it's the Mayans. Lautaro, Ludwig, Mansa Musa, Matthias Corvinus, Menelik II, Montezuma from the Aztecs, uh, Mvemba, Nzinga, Nader Shah, Nzinga Mambe, Pachuti, Pedro, Petrocles, Pericles, Peter, Philip, Poundmaker from the Cree, Chishing Huang, Ramses, Robert the Bruce, Saladin, oh my god, I'm getting tired. Sian Duck, Say Young. Yeah, this Shanta, is dedication. Simon Bolivar, Suleiman, Sundiata, Keita, Tamar, Teddy Roosevelt, Theodora, Tokugawa, <laughs> Tamaris, Trajan, Victoria, Wilfred, Wilhelmina, Wu Zetan, Yongle. That's everybody. <clears throat> everybody. Crazy. Amazing. Please. That was a brilliant rattling off of a list. Of of some of the greatest names to ever to ever do it. Some of the most influential people of all time. Up next, Leo Gates or your pseudonym for the book. Donald Trump. That's your pseudonym? That's my pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> Leo Trump the long lost Trump nephew I wonder if I um, yeah I wonder how many sales I would get just if I made my pseudonym Trump or if I would just get sued immediately a, a lawsuit would probably get you more sales because you yeah, could ally your, yourself with uh, Trump haters are you allowed to take that as a pseudonym? Can I be Leo J. Trump? Yeah. Why not? Although it doesn't have as good a ring as Leo Gates. I mean, if you lead people into believing you're related to Donald Trump, then maybe there's an issue. But if you just let them think it's a possibility, then that's no, gotta, fine. Just got to think of things that look real good on the cover of a book. Gates, Trump, King. These just look real good. King? Big letters. Yeah, Stephen King. Oh, you love Stephen King. Stephen King's the greatest author of our generation. Wow. Possibly any generation. Who knows? Did you read his book on writing? I listened to the audiobook. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was good. I didn't finish it. I want to finish it. Yeah, I mean, it's his whole philosophy is just keep doing it. Just grind. He's got. He's just Joe Rogan in a different body. Yeah. But I feel like the good. I feel like audio can do more. Speaking can do more. Do more what? There's no better or worse 
Well, there's different, and there's different. so it's, it's my value judgments, and I I see a lot of value in being able to transmit more than just rational stream of thoughts like voice, tone, energy. I think you can transmit more. Just depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to write a novel, then then no. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I mean, yeah. it's all art. Doesn't matter. The point is, it's the grind. Yeah, and maybe picking one well to to go to rather than dipping into a million wells. You ever see the blonde Florida lady that made a song called I Want to Be Ninja? No. It's a it's like a six year old vine, but I just discovered it right now for some reason. And it's very racist. She just does this voice where she goes, I want to be ninja. And it's a song and it's a, like a well-produced song, but it's very racist. It sounds like Florida. Anyway, it went viral for her and she like really leaned into it. Oh, wow. Is it worse than the UCLA girl? Who's the UCLA girl? The girl who went on a rant about Asians in the library. I haven't seen that. Oh, that's pretty bad. Wait one sec. Damn, fuck. Sneeze purgatory is the worst. I was about to sneeze. That sucks. All right. Shall we sign off? I had a story. Let's hear it. Did you know the Miss Teen South Carolina? Who? No. What? Who had like the big gag about uh, why most Americans can't locate the U.S. on a map? No. Oh, then never mind. I don't have a story. I mean, you could explain it. It's not worth it. Not if it's worth it. I'm just going to be a monk. Keep saying that. You think it's worth being a monk? No, of course not. Yeah, I don't think so either. What are they doing for the good of the world? (laughs) Carrying the wisdom some bullshit you're not even writing it down you're just sitting in silence being peaceful yeah being peaceful is dope nah dude go invent some internet or something yeah the internet it's so great it makes people so happy it can be yeah it's a great tool but rife with problems which is why it's good we have people making the internet and good we have monks great agent for change It's good we have everyone, man. It's all love. Everyone is essential. Everyone is you. It's beautiful. Hell no. Disagree. Some people are useless trash. The man living in the 60606 disagrees. You don't think some people are useless trash and should be executed? Wow. Mass murderers. School shooters. People need to be stopped, but executed in general no i mean what are you gonna do with a mass shooter 
Boston Marathon bomber. What are you going to do with these people? Force them to meditate. You're going to rehab them? You're going to let them back out? Force them into meditation. Okay, yeah. So you put them in solitary, which, you know, people think is a worse torture than being put in prison. Or it's the worst possible place you could be put in prison. Teach them a skill. Give them meditation classes. Do something constructive. Teach them a skill and then set them back Give them ayahuasca. All right, yeah. I mean, you did all these things, but do you let them back out or you keep them in prison? You keep them in whatever kind of confinement is necessary. I don't know. I feel like how do you atone for, you know... We're all just going to be breatharians and naturally peaceful, so we won't have to deal with that. I'm just saying. Someone does something. I think you owe it to the families of the victims to, you know, deliver the head in a box. Hammurabi style, eye for an eye. All the different sides of Leo. Great stuff. Another great, great maybe, Another mediocre episode. Old Testament style episode in the books. Old Testament? Yeah, eye for an eye. Ah. Biblical Leo. Reborn after Easter. Are you going to join my religion, though? Here's the thing. There was this thing in... Fuck, I forget what it was. But it was just like... I think it was in the office or something. And this person was talking about like firing an employee. Uh And she was like... Like, to figure out who did it... Or she was like, it was an anecdote for like a prison warden. And like to figure out which prisoner had done whatever, started the riot or whatever, they would ask all the prisoners, how do you think the person that did it should be punished? And the person with the answer (laughs) that was least severe had the most guilty conscience. Yeah, I remember this. You know what I mean? So somebody that believes in old style judgment for crime, I'm on board with because that person has a clear conscience. Someone that wants gentle rehabilitation, you know, maybe maybe look at what they're doing. Whoa. So this is just a character assassination, this whole thing. <laughs> what are you up to, buddy? Just, you know, meditating. Meditating. That's it. That's the only thing. Namaste. Um, namaste. I'm going to go do some yoga. You should get back into yoga. I did 15 minutes of it earlier from a YouTube video. Oh, nice. Yeah, I want to start doing that in the morning. Good. Get some tenants. Any tenants before I stop recording? Yeah, get a clay tablet out. Um, wake up at 5 a.m. Uh, have mud water. Have athletic greens. <laughs> have. You still have those? Yeah, they're pretty good. Nice. Recommend. Ice bath. Meditate. Ice bath. Meditate. Um, Give 50% of your income to the church. Just, you know, the basic tenets of any religion, really. (laughs) Uh, All right. Have a good night. Have a good night. Wait, let me stop it before you sign off. Three, two, one. Not live.
And live. Okay, we're live. It is Ilya once again with me. And we're trying to record this actually live in person with a mic that is hopefully going to work. So we have to test it. Yeah. Where should I talk? Uh, here, why don't you get a little closer? I can pull your chair. I can see over here. <laughs> my lap? Yeah. I don't know. Bueno. Bueno. So yeah, just speak at a good volume and let's make sure we can hear us. Mm-hmm. Hey, we are live. You can hear me? Can you hear me? Let's see. Okay, so yes, in fact, we are heard and we are here. And we are on day one, Namaste, of the new religion. I am. Yes. Religion. Yes. <laughs> it's going super well. Woke up at five, meditated, was going to take you back to Loha. But then we decided for some reason to go back home. And then <laughs> when we were going to go to Loha after that, the road is closed until 3 p.m. Yeah, so we're stuck in <laughs> house. Yeah. Until 3 p.m. Yep. Yeah. And the drugs are still stuck here too. They were supposed to go with Ila back <laughs> to a safe place. Yeah. But you can take them after we record this. And it will be the, the real end of the bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> I've called it like a hundred times and never happened. Yeah. I think that you're going to have a better relationship with this substance. Maybe we can start giving them name. Cannabis can have a name. Uh, I don't know. But I'm going to keep putting it in the end of this tobacco. I have a hole in your pants. I think the religion solves everything. There are religions? Yeah, you have a hole on your pants, on your ass. Yeah, that's a specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was feeling the cold of the chair through my hole. <laughs> You're the one but... who wanted to do audio porn last time. Yeah, but now I know that there are some people that can listen to the, this podcast. Like the <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't think... Leo. Leo. I don't think... Shit. <laughs> I don't think that he listens actually very much. I think Warden listens more. I think maybe there's one other listener out there. That would be great if there were, but I don't know. Mm. But uh, yeah, in the, in the future someday, could be, you know, probably will be hundreds of billions of people listening to this, so. I have to take care of what I say. Yeah, I guess. Are you fine with everything from last one? I guess. I don't remember what did I say the last time. Um. What I do remember is that we had a great first part, and after we weren't recording. Yeah. Good. And then you were talking about all the things from the first part, but they seemed just totally random. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't flow anymore. Can There's I, always. Can a, I move? Yeah. There's always a flow. The flow. Do you believe in the flow? 
Let it flow. I believe in action while flowing. Yeah. But I mean, when some people say like, we'll see what's in the flow. Do you believe there is one flow? Mm, yeah. yeah, I think that there's a flow created by the movement of the energies that we all are. Mm-hmm. The energies we all are. Yep. Do you think we're more energy or more animal? Um, animals are energy too. Animal energy. Isn't everything energy? Yeah. So it's just everything? Yeah. So we are everything? We're everything. Wow. Great. <laughs> I, I am a super ass to this podcast. Super what? An ass, a plus in this podcast. Oh, you think so? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think you're a plus. Okay. So, so am I a guest or we should just talk about like random stuff? We should talk about what's in the flow. Well, there's, there's some things to resolve in the flow. Yeah, like what kinds of things? Like, um, fuck the system. <laughs> anarchist. Are you an anarchist? Yeah, I might. I might be a little, not that much as I want. Well, if the Institute gives you problems, then we can start the campaign against the Institute with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that will be huge. They will... Maybe I will not be able to live in Doha anymore. Because you know, people there just believe what people say, like authorities and stuff. Yeah. And if some random girl start a campaign through social media or, or something like that, they will say, ah, she wasn't studying or doing nothing, and now she's just making problem of it. Yeah. So people in Ecuador are just still a little too in the matrix? Yeah. Is there anywhere where people aren't? Um, I think that everywhere there's people that is not in the matrix, but, um, and they're looking for alternative ways of living or creating, but there are few and it's hard because the majority is still following um, a government or or something like that like the, there's or a, a boss like everyone is just like believing in in this hierarchical yeah like a hierarchical system yeah mm -hmm. and it's a, a hard pattern to break yeah yeah the hierarchical systems everywhere we can talk about how the example that my that my teacher gave me about my thesis like what he say about the vaccine and stuff oh yeah that was such a random example he made yeah yeah that's great yeah i'll move the mic a little closer to you okay so my my teacher told me that um my thesis should be implemented 
implemented implemented because if no it's like a vaccine is created but it's not the a covid vaccine a covid vaccine is 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 just exists but no one is taking it so he he put my thesis like the covid vaccine uh-huh. <laughs> and i should be vaccine come vacunando vaccinating vaccinating 300 Everyone. people at least mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so unreasonable they said that she had to present it live at a theater setting with at least 300 people there and they gave her like one day notice like yeah you have to arrange this all by tomorrow yeah <laughs> insane yeah and uh they didn't even give me like the chance they just say like and you're not gonna make it so your project is not going to be valid for graduation but you have a long history of conflict with the institute yeah because I'm a troublemaker. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you bring this up because we have to talk about your attitude. Oh God. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about my attitude. No, not really. Hmm. If you want, how's your attitude? Uh, I think that I'm a little bit a troublemaker, but not that like a unfair troublemaker. I I'm, I can uh, fix my. Um, communication skills but also I do speak when something is unfair and people doesn't take it in the right way so I'm changing my ways uh, but also some people just is um, I don't know I, like in the past I don't think that the things that I did in the institute were that bad yeah it sounds like you were just speaking up how everyone felt I don't understand that. What? It sounded like you were just speaking up for everybody because you were saying what everyone felt or what everyone thought. Yeah. But they were like, uh, I don't know, they perceived me as a rebel without a cause or something like that. <laughs> Do you think you're a rebel without a cause? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a rebel with a cause. <laughs> What's your cause? My cause is like, I want to be free. <laughs> Let the, leave the kids alone. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need no education. I mean, we need good education. No, we don't need anything. Like education, like a different way of education. You want to start a school? Yeah. Great. <sighs> what a day. May 1st. May 1st. May day. May day, May day. <laughs> so, it is your tobacco number two? Or For today? Oh no, like probably five. <gasps> wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't roll joints, so my best bet is to take tobacco out of the front of tobacco and <laughs> put cannabis in. I can roll joints. You want to roll one <laughs> final joint? I think I will, because uh, I think that tobacco can be a little bit worse than cannabis. Yeah, probably a lot worse. Yeah, for your breathing. Yeah. Blah. Also, we did eat meat. Yep. Yesterday. And uh, Jack too. Jack too, but but he's okay. 
<laughs> I feel like the pork is eating me, my yeah. organs. But now I feel less that because I ate a lot of fruits that we pick up from one of the <laughs> trees. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for picking those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> You just want to make audio porn. That's all you want to do. You're obsessed with sex. I'm not. A kiss is not like a... Does it have to be like a... Kiss. <laughs> so I will not give you more kisses. That was the last kiss. The last kiss. Last kiss, last joint, last tobacco, last... Hanging out with shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Last dealing with this energy. I'm joking. Okay. Many a truth is told in a joke. <gasps> Jealous person. Um. What did you thought about the documentary? Yours? Yeah. Thought it was great. I liked a lot of the footage, it was very impressive, and uh, I wish I understood more of the Spanish, but what I understood was beautiful. I want to add subtitles. I mean, this is like a, like a homework thing, but if I do like a real documentary, I would like to take more time and mm -hmm. like, yeah, do it different. Yeah, mm. we will. We will. Oh. Yeah, I'm grateful to have amazing friends that helped me. And a beautiful... Pana? <laughs> <laughs> uh, partner in progress. Partner in progress, we're still being partner in progress. Progress. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh. What's happening? Nine. Nine? Namir. Namir. <laughs> you know, I'm getting better. <laughs> What's up? I love you. I love you too. Uh, yeah. The maestro joint roller. Oh yeah, I'm gonna roll. Well, I have all this in my mind and um, all I can think about is how I'm going to resolve that, but you can, you can speak about something else, I get distracted. How you resolve what? This thing about my thesis. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's been consuming, it's been intense the last week. Yeah, and I'm looking for solutions to 
where to project uh, the documentary so I can take like proofs. We could do it on consciousness porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have a 300 audience? No. It says like 30. Uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of them might be bots. Yeah. Like, I just can't imagine anyone listens to this. I can. I mean, we, we've <laughs> never put it out, like, or announced it or anything. Like, there's no way anyone would hear about it. Maybe they... Oh, yeah, they doesn't know that it's you. Right. They don't know that it's you. I don't know. Yeah, I wanted to use a fake name so that on this podcast I could just say anything and mess around. And, uh, I don't know if I should ever reveal it. Ever reveal? Yeah, the podcast. After your biographies will be doing research and they will find it. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Eventually. But if I did release it, probably no one would care. It's way too much to listen to. No one's going to listen to all of it. So this is just for fun? Yeah. I like it. Isn't life for fun? Yeah. It should be. Always fun. Some people doesn't get that. (laughs) (laughs) Like me. (laughs) Love, I'm hungry. I'm I'm gonna have to eat you. Get carnivore. <laughs> you and Jack could have a battle to the death. Winner, eat, loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Jack. Go Tempian. I think he speaks. He speaks? Yeah. What does he say? He says, What you doing? I thought that we were walking together. He's so attached, he wants to be by someone's side all the time. Yeah. (laughs) It makes sense because he grew up with firefighters, so he was with people, like as a puppy even. No. Yeah, he really looks like a dog service. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, he's like taking care. When I was in the tree, he was just like looking and like. Like really, I felt like he was like, he was taking precautions. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Do you think I could train him to wake me up and to <laughs> and to be like my alarm? I could put like an Apple Watch on him and have it go off at five a.m. and at eight a.m. and have him come get me at those times. I think that he will know without the clock when it's five a.m. But, yeah, I think it's possible. I don't know how mm. long it will take. Well, he follows me everywhere. So if I have the a consistent routine every day with him for a while, then I could probably stop using the clock and he would just be like, all right, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll do. I love to walk with him. We should take him on another walk soon. Yeah. We have been planning on doing hikes and while we hike, podcasts. That could be good. Yeah. It's a little tricky with the audio and with looking at each other. Yeah. Uh, I like about uh, walks that 
one like I when I'm walking um I want to be in silence because I think that I'm putting all my effort in because it's a it depends of the walk mm-hmm. and when it's like a challenge walk that are almost all the walks because my como se dice my physical state my estado físico um yeah, yeah physical state isn't great right now mm-hmm. so when I'm start walking my breathing starts like not being the greatest mm-hmm. so that's what I try to be more in silence when I'm walking mm-hmm. yeah because if I start talking I lose my breath mm-hmm. so I get tired easily yeah yeah but I think that once that I start to do it more frequently I will I will like have more of that um, skill mm-hmm. yeah definitely And also there's like points like the last time that we went with Jack to Loja in which we were like sitting in this place for a while. We can walk and after find a place so we can talk. Oh, so like do a sitting podcast while on the hike. Yeah. That could work. Damn, I had something I was about to say. I'm sorry. No, no, it's not your fault. It's the... Relationship with cannabis. Here in Ecuador, people call it Maria. Does people call it that way in the States? Yeah, Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Oh, shit. (laughs) It's a little bit of an older term. They don't really say that anymore. Oh, why? Why? Oh, why? Why, why, why? What were we talking about? What were you saying? We're talking about the hikes and taking Jack to more hikes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and podcasting while we hike. And hiking Chimborazo. Yeah, that's our goal. When I went over the highest part of the trek I did in the Himalayas, I was like really struggling to breathe because I was trying to talk. But then I could just do like one word every 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you have traveled a lot. Yeah. You've um, traveled a lot, but in a small space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because uh, for Ecuadorian, isn't that easy to go around? Like for you, the United, the United States of America. Yep. Not the America, the North America, <laughs> and part of it, because there's Canada too. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's America. <laughs> I, I hope it is good. It's Gracias. Great. It looks good. It looks perfect. Okay. United States of America. Well, we grew up knowing a lot of uh, the United States. Yeah, we watched all the same shit. Yeah. But there's not a lot of to know about Ecuador, I guess. There's a ton to know. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you trying to like play the Ecuadorian victim? Yeah, we are a victim of the system of the patriarchy of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the U.S. is cool. I also think that the U.S. is cool. I don't have nothing against 
I, I think that I have just, I will always have something against people that go against human rights and life mm -hmm. and dignity and respect. Yeah, I'm totally aware though. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you. Great. So I'm not like a racism in the or something like mm. that. So racist. you're not racist. Yeah, racist. It's funny you bring that up because what I recorded with Leo touched a lot on racism. Oh, what were you saying? Oh, all kinds of things. But uh, do you think white people are evil? So, <laughs> <laughs> some white people? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, I mean, No, I don't know. No, no, I can say it like generally. There are some specific individuals that seems to be evil or look evil, but not like all white people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all a mix. Yeah, we all have light and shadows too. But there's a tendency of uh, white leaders to be diabolic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how... Yeah, like everyone in the world has grown uh, with industrialization and the scale of militaries and fighting. Mm -hmm. So there was always fighting, but now it's just on a much bigger scale. And the civilizations, yeah, like white civilizations could do and have done more destruction. Yeah. White civilization can do or have more destruction, that's what you say? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Every time that I saw movies about war, uh, the wars were between Germany, Germany and... Uh, which is the other country? The Jewish, all these things that happened in... When, with Hitler and stuff. World War Two. Yeah, and at the end, they show the United States of America's as the saver. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it seemed like in the history books I read. Yeah. The savior. The savior. But really, Ecuador is the savior. Of course. All the real LA. Just kidding. <laughs> The real LA? Latin America. Oh, yeah. I would like to know more of Latin America. Yeah, you've never been out of Ecuador. Nope. I was one time in Peru, but no really. <laughs> one of your legs. One of my legs, yes. I mean, all my body, but um, it was a town near to where my grandma lives. And we crossed the frontier to go to Peru. And my, como se dice, trueque in English. Like changing things. Like instead of changing, changing things with money, you change things with things. Or like if you oh. want to have like a, an animal, you give them fruit so you can have like 
one of the animals there or you can give them clothes and that's the way that the economy works oh okay How exchange I... i mean i'm not sure what the word would be yeah here in ecuador the word for that is trueque so my grandma was going there to do trueque with uh, some people there in peru so so i was there but the, this this place is like part of ecuador that doesn't seem different so similar yeah similar landscape i mean we're not that far from peru now yeah and that part of of peru used to be from ecuador oh yeah yeah ecuador just lost it in a territory dispute yeah Ecuador was bigger than it is now. Like he gave a lot of territory to Brazil, Colombia, Peru. <laughs> Everyone was attacking Ecuador and Ecuador was like, chill out. <laughs> Just take it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel like. That is Ecuador's story. It's so small now. Yeah. But it could be where we start the new earth. Yeah. Just the stronger one stay being Ecuadorian. And like, if Ecuador give more uh, land to to countries, I will be from Peru, and I don't want to be from Peru. <laughs> I like to be Ecuadorian. <laughs> if you weren't Ecuadorian, where would you want to be from? Um, in Latin America, in LA. Maybe from Brazil hmm. or Colombia. I think that both of those countries are the happiest in uh, like in the people. Like people from Brazil are really nice and fun and they always have like great energy. I don't know how they do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> super attractive. Like uh, super healthy. Yeah, like Brazilians are attractive and healthy. Yeah, I, I guess that there's like a mix always. Yeah, there's definitely always a mix. Yeah. But it, it varies a lot too. Like the U.S. is way unhealthier than most places. Mm. Yeah, you, you just told me yesterday about the McDonald's documentary. Yeah, super size <laughs> Yeah. So my, my grandma did have a big rooster. And she gave the oh, the lady from Peru some clothes from for the rooster. The water smoke fast. The water? The water smoke fast. The water, it's like a water fast, but smoke also. Ah. The water, the water smoke, smoke fast. fast. <laughs> Sorry. The road will open and I'll already be asleep. No, I, no, no, no. We have to stay awake. And go to Loja. And go to Loja. <sighs> yeah. You can take a taxi. No, I could take a bus. <laughs> so much time spent between here and Loja on the road with Ila. Yeah, it's fun. We keep moving. <laughs> We move. Like the cows. Like the cows. Vacas. Is the sound the same in Spanish? Moo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moo.
drivers of what app? Oh yeah, for the Substack. Cool. That's over time. Let's say to your subscribers to follow my WhatsApp, but my YouTube channel. Oh, where is that one? You just want to use me for clout. Yeah. What's clout? Like influence, reputation, followers. Hmm. No, it's okay. I would. I don't know what to do, but I will figure it out. What to do for what? To hit subscribers. On Instagram? No, in YouTube. Oh, make good videos. Yeah, but I just have one video. <laughs> so make more and make them good, and then you get subscribers. Yeah, but I need that for my thesis. Oh, just for your thesis? Yeah. Hmm. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, Consciousness Porn, please <laughs> watch. That will be coming out, but it'll be coming out under your name, so then you would lose your anonymity. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't watch nothing. <laughs> <sighs> Do you want me to delete that part? Yeah. So much to delete. Yeah, you're a great editor. Editing is nice because it's so easy, so I can do it and feel like I'm doing something <laughs> when I'm not. You are. Yeah, I guess I'm doing something. Yeah, you're editing a podcast. So you're winning a skill to do it fast. Yeah. But in the end, I don't want to do too much editing myself. Mm. Some. We'll see. We'll just start creating things. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. Now you have to smoke two joints. At the same time? At the same time. That remember reminds me to that one of pineapple spread. Oh yeah, he did three, right? Yeah, he did three in one. <laughs> I saw a guy doing that once at a party as well. I was doing this thing called the Great American Challenge. Um, you probably have not heard of this. No. The Great American Challenge is a thing in colleges, or at least at Chicago, where uh, you have teams. Uh-huh. You okay? Yeah. You seem to be pretty intently scratching your eye. I was just like taking something out of here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Great American Challenge is where you have teams and you have to collectively consume, I think it probably varies, but it was like 36 beers. You stick a team of four or five people, you have to do 36 beers, a ton of cannabis, I don't know how much, but like a lot of joints, um, a 12 pack of Red Bull, and of Red Bull, mm -hmm. a pizza. And then you have to do a puzzle after you've consumed everything. <laughs> and the first team to finish the puzzle wins. And so I was doing that and I saw a guy doing the multiple joints at the same time. And how was the puzzle? Uh, it was controversial. There was like a big fight at the end over who won. Again, and did your team? No, was... my team didn't win. <laughs> but... Yeah, what a thing.
the Great American Challenge. Does the name offend you? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't offend me. The closest that I have been to something like that is a baby shower, in which I had to drink a lot of beer in a short period of time. Oh, wow. How did that go? I win. <laughs> did you get drunk? No, maybe a little bit happy, uh -huh. but not drunk. I remember it was pretty funny when you were drunk, when we were at Vilka Garden. I was happy <laughs> and drunk. Happy times. I was happy, drunk and high. Oh yeah, we did smoke too, mm -hmm. at Vilka Garden. It's great that Vilka Bamba is a place where that can occur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and my friend invited me to sing. Yeah, that was great. And then I fell even deeper in love. And now you hate me. I love you. <laughs> and I hate how hard love is. I love you. Even in the hardest times. <laughs> <laughs> Partner in progress. <laughs> it's tough. But, uh, Do you want me to delete that? Yeah. There's so much to delete. There's so much to delete. Yeah, I understand you. I mean, to be or not to be in a relationship. Well, we're always in relationships, you know. It's weird that we say a relationship is specifically between two romantic people. It's always a relationship. Yeah. To be or not to be in a romantic relationship, in a monogamy romantic relationship. Yeah, that is the question. Yeah. I mean, I... I'm I know you're a big fan of polyamory. I'm not. I thought when we were first dating for a while, I thought you were probably really into polyamory just because it's Vilcabamba. Yeah, you put me in a box. We all do it. I didn't put you in a box. We all do it. I didn't act from that, that thought, but we're all always making judgments. Yeah. Or, I mean, it wasn't even a judgment. I didn't know. It was just like a, a fear. A fear? Yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Now it's my fear. I think that she <laughs> is changing and wanting to be polyamorous. No. <laughs> she <laughs> is becoming a Vilcabamba. I'm a San Pedro de Vilcabamba. <laughs> yeah, here. Chalpian. Here is more. Uh, not as crazy as Vilcabamba. God, they're so crazy. And I feel like your environment rubs off, so that's why I want to just shoot the beginning of this docuseries here and then see where we want to be. Yeah. How are we going to do that? See where we want to be? Mm, start the docuseries. 
I'm gonna make a synopsis, finish the document I've been working on. We're gonna meet your friend, cameraman, meet other people, put a team together, film footage of Vilcabamba, the space, things for B-roll, film interviews with people. If there are stories to follow, then follow those and film that. And then let it come together. I'll guide the editing but we probably should find someone to edit. And then you just produce the shit out of it. Yay! I used to start, but I'm gonna finish with my stupid thesis and then... <laughs> it is a stupid thesis. The stupid isn't the thesis or the topic. The stupid is the people that I have to deal with. Yeah, in the system. Yeah. The system, man. I can't close this, is there any... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a really nice grinder. Yeah, it is. And I am now bequeathing it to you. Thank you. It looks like if I were a child, I would use this to create like a city. And this would be like a... Something like a... Cultural center or something like that. Beautiful. If I were a child, I would put army men on it. Who? Little toy army soldiers. Ah, army men. And tanks and stuff. I had like a huge setup in my room when I was a kid. And I had it all arranged in a very specific way. Yeah. And if someone came in and moved things, I would get super, super upset. It was an issue. It's nice how we perceive things when we are kids, and now this is to do. <laughs> yeah, I love kids. Yeah, me too. I like to play with them sometimes <laughs> and listen to their stories. But I don't think I have the patience to listen to their stories all the time. Yeah, I definitely don't. <laughs> okay, second to last joint. Here we go. Okay, and it's 12.30 of May 1, Monday, today. <laughs> How do you feel high? Do I feel high now? Uh, yeah, moderately high, but this will be a lot more. Mm -hmm. Thank you, my friend that gave us this cannabis. Yeah, it's, oh, we don't want to say names. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. He'll probably listen to this. Yeah, I will send the link. <laughs> Don't. I hope people never listen to this. I don't care. Yeah, I don't think you care because it's in public anyway. Yeah. Do you remember those times where when we used to sing? <laughs> yeah, I remember that time. We there multiple times. Oh yeah, we did it in the class too. Yeah, we did it in the road. I remember it most when we did it on the road. Yeah, I remember. We were driving to Tenno. Yeah. Uh, so you think Luis no bueno para mi. Yeah, but... Uh... I think that this is not good for himself. 
Yeah. We say that name. I've said that name before. Oh. Didn't we talk about this last time and you were like you said no one knows who he is? Uh yeah, but I think I had the memory that in I say that name the last time and you told me not to. Or maybe no I might have confused. One of us or both. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I've said it before, like I said it a while back when I didn't have a deep relationship with him, just like the first time I went on the retreat and Times after that. Mm. Okay. But I mean, everyone here is named Luis or Pablo, or I mean, there are a lot of very common names. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I say when we mentioned it. Like, there's a lot of Pablos out there. Mm-hmm. But there's only one, Eugenio. <laughs> <laughs> the best. If you ever need a taxi in Pocabamba. There's a legendary driver, Eugenio. Eugenio. You know, did I tell you that there was this time that the men that came to repair the, do the door? Mm -hmm. And I wanted uh, Eugenio to pick him uh, and bring him. And I told the, the guy, the taxi driver, Eugenio will, will bring you here. And he was like, Eugenio what? And I told him, and he was like, sorry, I don't work with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That was so weird. Yeah. Can't imagine someone having a huge issue with Eugenio. Yeah. Maybe it's like a family thing. Yeah, maybe. I got to pay the water bill. What did you pay the water bill? San Pedro. Mm. San Pedro. Do you like San Pedro? Yeah, I really love San Pedro. I love how you can see both mountains, like the representative mountains from here, watching each other, mm -hmm. like the Waranga and Manda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long could you see yourself being in San Pedro? How long can I see myself in here? In San Pedro. In San Pedro? Yeah. Two hours, I don't know. Like living there? Yeah, like living in that space. Maybe I would not like to live in the town of San Pedro. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the cactus. Ah, the, the cactus. So again, the question? It was a joke. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Out of sync. Out of sync. What do we do? Learn more English and more Spanish. Yeah, I gotta really do some work. Necesito hacer mucho trabajo en mi español. So you think that we. ¿Quieres continuar en español? Sí, a ver. Eh, ¿Piensas que.? Que nuestro futuro es poco probable porque no estamos en sincronía por nuestros idiomas. Uh, no sé, uh, porque a veces somos, uh, estamos en, ¿cómo se dice? En sync. Sincronía. Sincronía, ya yeah, sincronías. Yeah. Uh, y a veces no. Necesitamos mirar. Necesitamos mirar. Ya. Yeah. 
¿Qué? Mirar si estamos en sincronía más con tiempo en el futuro o menos. Ah. Y ya sientes que estamos como... ¿Cuáles son las sincronías que deberíamos tener? ¿Tener ahora? Cuando la conversación tiene fluido. No solo con las lenguas, pero la energía. ¿Qué más? Nada más. No puedo decir mucho en español. <laughs> so what do you think is that to have a relationship we have to have to be in sync in almost everything? Um, no, we just need enough mm-hmm. being in sync about the right things, the important things, mm-hmm. the important needs, feeling heard, feeling valued. I feel like we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling that too. You just can't be pushy. We went Push! A lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look how I almost destroyed my shoes for go pick up those fruits. Wow. <laughs> You're a real team player. Well, I'm, um, I'm agreeing. I think um, I'm the laziest person. I I just think about going lay down and sleep for a bit. <laughs> Sloth. Sloth? Was... Yeah, I've had an issue with being lazy. Sloth is laziness. Oh, uh, yeah. Like you are lazy or you have an issue like you don't like lazy people? Um, Both. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's fair for me to be lazy these days. Because you've been doing a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Is, eh, there isn't that like a restaurant in that way? <laughs> no. A store? Nope. The, the road work that stopped us from going this morning is going until three might be later sometimes they say three and then it's later and that is the only way to get to town to get to the main road yeah and if you go to the other side there's no any store uh no it's just the hacienda san joaquin at the end of the road Mm. okay can i see it I mean, you could go meet a taxi on the other side of work and go to town. But, uh, yeah, this is quite an annoying thing with the construction because there's no schedule or heads up or information in advance about when it's going to be happening and how long. Mm -hmm. For a while, it's been better. It's been just like, you know, waiting 10 minutes at the most. But now we're back to this. Yeah, to not knowing that they're gonna be doing that work, they don't have nothing. They don't give us head uh, heads up. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Can I read you an email that Eduardo sent it to me? Sure. Okay. On the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's nothing bad. It's just like I find it tender. <laughs> tender? Yeah, like... Does she want to be polyamorous? Yeah. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> no, she doesn't want that. It's just this. Uh, hello, my dear. <laughs> As promised before, here are some topics you might like to Google for self-study and sharpen your English. I hope this email finds you well. Topics. Conditional, zero, first and second. There is mixed conditionals. As well, if you like to give it a go, remember that language is about making sense. <laughs> Gerunds and infinitives, relative clauses, cleft sentences, active and passive voice. Oh, we talked about that the other night. Yeah, passive voice is way more common used in English for essays and word report. I also attach linking words a link which can help you put together sentences, ideas, paragraphs, etc. They are so handy, I highly recommend you to print them and have them at hand. It'll make me very happy seeing your progress and success with English language. <laughs> Talk to you and With the English language. Will oh, <laughs> yeah. And she just sent me this today. Oh my god. Grammarly. This transition words and phrases in the first place. Mm. Not only, but also, as a matter of fact, in yeah. like manner, in addition, coupled with. Not yeah. to mention. Not to say nothing of. <laughs> By the same token. Yeah, we have so many phrases. Yeah. So. Ooh. Yeah, so that's my current state. What's your current state? I have to learn those things to get better in my English. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask her to do that, but it was nice. Hey. <sighs> oh. That was nice. <laughs> we should do music. Yeah. Do you remember the first time that I listened to you playing the guitar and I cry? Mm-mm. <gasps> that was a significant moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a little bit of a memory of that. It was here. Yeah. You were like um, starting to, to like uh, tune the guitar. And after you tune the guitar, you start playing, and I found it so beautiful, like the the connection with you and the guitar, and I start to cry because I, I get conmovida. Me conmovi. Conmovida. Like, I, I, I don't know, I just felt, found, find that, like, super beautiful. Mm. <laughs> and I start crying. Yeah, that's the only reason I wanted to learn. To make me cry. Love, <laughs> <laughs> oh. let's let's lay down. <laughs> <laughs>
We got 24 minutes until we have the first three-hour podcast. 24? Yes. Okay. Or, uh, yeah, roughly. I think that... Um Leo? Leo, yeah. I think that Leo is a way better podcaster than I am. I just listened a little bit of one of your conversations and I was like, yeah, he's a good English speaker. <laughs> <laughs> he's smart. I think he's a better podcaster than me recently. Yeah. Because I've been high. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, he's, he's good to talk to, mind to mind. Few few glitches in his stoicism. He's very stoic. Stoic. Yeah. Okay, Leo. If you come to Vilcabamba and you start to do plant medicine, maybe you will be less stoic. He's not gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> Great. Ay. I think you gotta combine stoicism and sensitivity. He? No, just people. Mm-hmm. I think. That's the move. And so you need a little plant medicine and you need a little resilience. And that's the, that's the movement? The, <laughs> the move. Ah, the like, move. Yeah. To where? Oh, God. <laughs> you got to study your phrases. <laughs> and I got to learn a lot of Spanish. <laughs> Why? The move to, to, to be a better podcaster? What was I saying is the move? I'm too high. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to have a little bit of stoic, stoic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like when I say the move, I mean like the right course of action, the good thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying it's good to combine these two sides, one being sensitivity, which could be like plant medicine, and the other being like not being reactive. Having an internal locus of control. Like taking responsibility for your own state. Ooh. Yeah, I was I was saying mm, for what? Like uh like her say what's the sense of life that doesn't matter. Hmm? Uh, That I was saying that, like when when you say that we have to have a little bit and that's the move, and I say the move to where? Yeah, yeah. I was like doing like, not like I don't understand what you're talking about, but why would do we have to have that, like find that, uh, the goodness? Or, oh. Yeah. We don't. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I want to feel good too. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? Let's have some ribs. <laughs> I wish we had more. Yeah, it's okay. It was heavy for my stomach. Yeah, you said it was eating your organs. Yeah, the pork. I think you just have a phobia of meat now. No. I want more meat. Those, those barbecue were... Great. Yeah. And the one from pork, way better. What does it have this? 
I don't know. She's looking at my passport. United States of America. June 12th. It's almost your birthday. What do you want to do for your birthday? I want a free solo El Capitan. When? <laughs> you have to train a lot and definitely stop smoking. <laughs> no, I want to do it while smoking. I have to one up Alex. Oops, sorry. What, what if someone did that while on mushrooms? <laughs> I, I don't that know. would be terrifying. Oh my god. <laughs> That's like the most terrifying thing I can think of. <laughs> yeah. That'd be oh so cool. Oh my god. Yeah. So sad migration. Nepal. Yep. Yes, this was this. Can I see? Yep. Um, where is this? February 2020. Oh, it was Guatemala. Guatemala. Yeah. Oh, forgive me. I don't want to see what was it. I think it was Jack. Yeah, but before Jack. Oh. I hope not another little dog. No, maybe the peacock. <laughs> That'd be cool. So yeah, when you moved here before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big sads. When you moved here before, um, there were four peacocks that came. And that's the first time I ever saw peacocks anywhere in Ecuador. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, the decision to move, to live here, it, it's the first time that I live with someone that is a partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was taken under a situation. It wasn't like. I don't know, it was weird. Japan. Mm, yeah, just for 24 hours. 24 hours. And then Cambodia. For survival. Yeah. The kingdom of Cambodia. Kingdom of Cambodia. It's a kingdom. Bahamas. <laughs> this is great. Company trip. To the Bahamas, that was fun. Costa Rica. Yep. Now I have a friend there. Cambodia again. Cambodia. I think one, the other one was probably like an extension. Oh. Ecuador. Yeah. <laughs> Every, it's pretty much just Ecuador from there on. <laughs> Nice colors. Pink and orange. like electric orange. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Syria? Um, Turkey. I was just going through the airport. I think I had to stay one night in Turkey, so that's why I got that. I think I had to pay $50. It was bullshit. <laughs> February 2018 Thailand 
Yeah, just for a night. Philippines. Philippines, yeah. Kevlar, we could flew running. Okay, that's no it. wonder I'm so tired. There's been a lot of movement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of things. This has mold on it. I think from the jungle. Mm. The first time I came here on the first ayahuasca retreat there, I like had this idea in my head. Well, right before I went into the jungle was January 6th, 2021, which is when, did you hear about this, that in the U.S., like a bunch of Trump supporters stormed a capital of the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was a crazy event. And uh, I went into the jungle right after that. And so it seemed like, oh, maybe everything's about to just go totally crazy now. Yeah. And uh, And so I had this, like, thought like what if I just have to stay here in the jungle for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> oh wow people get crazy I think that's what it is I think I've got to go and then just stay thank you for all the time in Vilcabamba and uh, for our first dinner together at Mama Sylvia's and our hike and Shrek Pamba and Cuenca with Tigrillo mm-hmm. and time in nature walks, walks by the river, all the river offerings every single Saturday at 10 a.m. as part of our ceremony. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, when we did that. <laughs> Gracias por todo. Thank you too. Still got a lot of blank pages here. Yeah. And I have a, I just get a, a passport motivated by you. Yes. Yeah. And I haven't go pick up. Yeah. So you just got to pick that up and then you got to get your job in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> then get your work visa. Yeah. And then we can live in, where should we live in the U.S.? In this Ohio, 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 California. Yeah, sounded like you were saying Ohio for a second. Yeah, when you told me about Ohio, mm-hmm. I also thought that you were speaking about Ohio. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's like more popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a state. Yeah. Yeah. The United States. Yeah, I wasn't in a rush before. Like, before I met you, I was taking life, like, so slow. (laughs) Like, my thought was, I'm just going to go finish my thesis, and after that, I will see if I can, like, travel or some stuff. That's what I said, but I didn't have, like, an actual plan. But since I be with you, like, there's a motivation to move. Nice. Yeah. And since I've been with you, there's a motivation to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> Let's go sleep for a while. I want to sleep for three days straight. 
I want to do what Jordan Peterson did. Do you know Jordan Peterson? No. He put himself in a medically induced coma. <laughs> so, so that he could get off of drugs. Oh. More serious drugs. Oh. No. Yeah. A little extreme. And he did it like for real, for real? Yeah. He went to a hospital and they put him in a coma for, I don't know. I don't know how many days. Wild. Yeah. So I don't need to do that. I just need to meditate and continue with the religion. 5 a.m. Yep. That's it. That's it. I figured it out. I will not judge you never again about that. About what? About if you come back to your habits or not. Oh, well... That's nice, but I need to move forward in life. Yeah. I will not judge you. I want you to be free from the habits. Mm-hmm. Though. Mm-hmm. Although, I want you to be free of the habits. <laughs> but you got to at some point you have to judge at some point like if I'm doing this when I'm 40 the fuck name Namir <laughs> <laughs> I have to edit the name damn right the fuck Name Namir. <laughs> I'm surprisingly not ticklish right now. Ticklish, ticklish. I love when cats do this. You're so identified with cats. It's because cats know. Cats know what? I to to feel less. <laughs> just the gestures you were making while you said that rolling your neck <laughs> you're so wild wild cosmic creature yeah from Jupiter's fifth moon where do you think you're actually from I'm from yeah from the fifth moon of Stupid. I don't know. I'm from everywhere. Even from the States. Part of me is from the States. Maybe 1% or 2%. <laughs> from the States. Yeah, who knows? What if you just love the States and you want to stay there? What if I do that and you still hating the states and we start to f- <laughs> We break up because you want to live in the states and I want to live in Ecuador? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that I, that will happen because the presence of nature in these places <laughs> um, I don't know the word it's a uh, no say Unrivaled? The presence of nature here is like uh, unvaluable, like uh, mm, invaluable. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's big. It's big. I mean, it's 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 like the nature is present, but 
it's like in a co in a co co habitat in a in a co living with with also humans like it's nice like it's not aggressive well part of it is part of it is here part of nature in general yeah but i was saying about where we are now we are like surrounded by nature mm -hmm. and if we go we can like walk the the mountain stuff and so it's like nice that we can have these places in which nature and humans co-live and it's not aggressive like neither of of not nature or humans mm -hmm. like neither of the two are like that aggressive with each other gotcha yeah i hear you mm -hmm. It is nice. We are nature too, though. Yeah. Everything is nature at the end, too. Mm -hmm. It's just that, like, for example, this house. I mean, the what is the material that this house is made? Adobe. Because there's materials that breathe. And I think that this is one of those materials. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta make moves. And the Gregorius house. I wanna live there when it's fixed. Yeah, that design looks great. Yeah. The kitchen and everything. There's a lot of weed that has grown around the house. Yeah, there's a lot of work. A lot of things to do. Maybe I should just sell it all. Well, I definitely want to be living independently. Independently? Yeah. From who or what? Like from governments, like as independently as I can. So I want to move toward Yangana. Mm. Um, and this is pretty independent. And living in like a smaller apartment would be less independent. Yeah, so I, I view this place as the stepping stone toward like what I really want to build. Mm. Yeah, it's great. I love your vision. <sighs> so I just gotta stop killing myself and then we can move toward the vision. Yeah. <sighs> But yeah, this place is good for now and I need to invest in it and clear the spaces, create the space. How long do you think that you will be living here? Two or three more years. End of 2025, I could see moving to Yangana. Oh, it's still close. Huh? I don't know. I feel like the times go fast. And we're 2023, 2024, 2025. So you think it might take longer? Maybe. It depends. I think we can do a lot in a few years. Yeah. But there's a lot to do. We gotta put a road before anything else. Mm -hmm. So we can start with that. Mm -hmm. And with the water. And with the water. I want to do that. Yeah, we have the first step. Once that I'm in Loja, I'm gonna call my friend and settle a date so we can go pick up the water and do the steps. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you do that a lot. You like repeat what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Awesome, awesome. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just interesting. Oh. Awesome. Awesome. Did you saw? Because no. 
becoming nobody. Yeah, the Ram Das movie. Yeah, but it's not. I, it's a short film, like fifteen minutes. Oh, I don't think I saw a short film becoming nobody. Is it, oh, it's like a. Is it an explanation of becoming nobody? No, I don't think it's becoming nobody. Which was nobody. a book, also, I think. I think it's love and awareness or something like that. Oh, okay. And so, in that uh, short film, he says, <laughs> He seemed cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't have to... I don't know them. But yeah, he seems cool. A lot of the people from that... Uh, I don't know, he, Terence McKenna, mm-hmm. who else was in that book? You like Terence McKenna? Yeah, some of those things, yes. Terence. Terence McKenna. I think I draw him once. Do you want to see? <clears throat> yeah, sure. I mean, it's one of the first draws that I did exploring the program of graphic design. We have passed the three-hour mark. <gasps> Okay. Well, maybe not quite, because I'll have to cut a few things out, but basically, three hours of wow. this. Wow! So we flow. What three hours say? of this, three years of this. <laughs> Where will it go from here? Consciousness, porn. Yeah, here he is. Oh, nice. That's a pretty good one. Great colors. Yeah, I was into psychedelics at that moment, 2020. And this is Maria Sabina. Oh, wow. Archived? Yeah. You have a lot archived. Yeah. She is the healer of mushrooms. Yeah, the one who said that it's all doomed now. So Didn't Isn't she the one who said that now the use, medicinal use of mushrooms and psychedelics is all like... Rotten, corrupt. I mean, she's. Uh, she didn't say nothing about that. She shared it with the people. Like she was the one that shared the mushrooms and and like uh, the ones that create uh, all this movement of hippie and that uh, start to know about mushrooms and everything. They know it for her. Mm-hmm. But uh, she died, and when she died, she died like poor and. And yeah, and people say that her wisdom was corrupted by mm. other people. Okay. Mm. Wisdom always is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the way that she heals was through chants. When she was like in mushrooms, she mm-hmm. did the, the chants with the with the like the Icaros from ayahuasca but with mushrooms mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so that's maria sabina <laughs> a mazoteca indigenous people from the area of mexico Maho. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
sound like a wolf. <sighs> yeah, Jack and I are a pack. Meow. <laughs> 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 you need a cat. Yeah, I need a pretty good. That reminds me of when you were doing that at the hotel and at the hostel in Cuenca and the people were totally convinced there was a cat and looking for it. Yeah, there was this girl that was like, I hear a cat. And, the, and she was saying that to his boyfriend and the boyfriend was like, no, there's no cat here, but I just hear one. And I was like upstairs feeling super guilty of making her that have doubts about her mental <laughs> That could still bother them. Yeah, like, I'm totally sure that there was a cat. <laughs> but I think that at the end, his boyfriend... Her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. Her boyfriend looked up and saw me, and he said, I think it was a little a, a kitty, like a, a female cat. Mm-hmm. But in Spanish, it's gatita. Gatita. A, yeah. I think he was a gatita. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and I was just calling you with that noise. <laughs> with what noise? I was in the door, like, oh. like uh, I wanted you to listen to me. But you were having, taking a shower, take a shower. Ah. You were in the me, shower. Me ducho. Sí, estabas duchándote. Mm. Y yo estaba afuera tocando y nadie me contestaba. Oh. Entonces por eso empecé a maullar. How am I ever going to learn the past tense? Look at this. I have a lot of these things in my... Yeah, the past tense. Yo... Estaba. Tú. Estabas. Él. Estaba. ¿Y nosotros? Estábamos. Estábamos. Yeah. Ellos. Estaban. Sí. Ok. Español es fácil. ¿Do you think so? I think if I dedicated myself to it with discipline, then yes, but I haven't been putting effort. And I got to a certain point just by getting by and listening, but now I'm at a wall and I need to put some time in. Schedule. Yeah. Got a lesson tomorrow. And I can't miss it because I've missed half of the lessons the last month and a half. Oh. And it's time to get back on track. Yeah, you're gonna do it great. In the Bill Kababa Bay. This place. Such a beautiful place. It's a beautiful day. How, how what do we say to or the people that is listening to us? We yes. say something for about five minutes and whatever wherever the spirit moves you is what you say. Okay.
like Quakers. confidence and speak the English and the Spanish. Mm, yeah, confidence is a huge part of it. Yeah. My confidence directly tracks with how sober I am. <laughs> <laughs> so happy May 1st. <laughs> Happy life. Happy breathing. <laughs> Happy being an animal. Animal. I'm an animal with you. Oof. Still having these things. Yeah, your fruit picking inflicted you with many ruptures in your clothing and a lot of debris from this tree. Yeah, I mean it's a uh, weed. Hmm. So you are getting the physical weed off of you. <laughs> I'm getting the spiritual weed away from my dreams. Right there, to your left. A joint rolled with love. A joint rolled with love. Or no, was it rolled with hate? No, it was rolled with love. Namaste. Namaste. Should we watch your White Vibra video no. on the podcast again? No. I had to edit it out before because we couldn't hear it. <laughs> we can eat. Yeah, we like to eat. We can make a pilgrimage to town and eat food if there's anything open. 
So it's Labor Day. But is um, but we are in the um, Federal Republic of Vilcabamba, Independent Republic of Vilcabamba. Is that a thing? It's a thing that Christina and I invented. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it could become a thing. People want it to be. Yeah. I mean, we are so small. I mean, Loja was, in a period of time, Loja was an independent state. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, but wasn't that just for like a year? Yeah, like just for a year. Because Ecuador was in war and given his land to everyone. And Loja was like protecting to not become Peruvians. <laughs> wow. So Lojano people was like, I, we don't really, we are not really agree with the stupid things that you are doing, so we're going to be your own state and no one can sell us. Something like that. Nice, I respect that. I respect that too, thank God. <laughs> Lojano pride. Yeah, we are really proud people. <laughs> you know why? Why? Because like... The first novel was written here in Loja, so almost the for the the most first things. The first like, novel in where? Like the world? No, in Ecuador. Mm -hmm. The like uh, Lojanos are pioneers in a lot of stuff. Like for example, the cultural Casa de la Cultura from Ecuador, the House of Culture. That there's one in every city. Yeah. The found there was a Lojano too. And when it's the name of that guy from Loja is in every city because the cultural hall has his name. Nice. Yeah, Loja's the bomb. Yeah, but just in the past. Now it's not longer. We could make Loja great again. <laughs> Let's make it. Como era America, make America great again. That was Trump. Yeah. MAGA, yeah. <laughs> Politics in the US is crazy. Yeah. How was Obama? He was a good speaker. Didn't seem like he followed through on a ton of his lofty ideals. Mm -hmm. Questionable, like what side he is on ultimately. But uh, he seemed he seemed fine. I don't know. The problem is the system. No politician can save it. We just have to wash it all away and start new. My friends used to say that all the politicians are already old, so. We just have to wait them today. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of voters too. A lot of what? Voters too. Mm. But yeah, we'll see. I feel like... Uh, do you think the rest of the 2020s will be calmer than 2020 and 2021 and two? Calmer? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's hard to say. Sometimes it feels like it's gonna be like more conscious and like you just say it like voters and like there's more 
I don't know, people from our generation that can have some sense of things. But at the same time, you can find a lot of people from our generation that are acting like the old ones. Mm-hmm. So, or that are not really caring or not really... Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't know, we never know. <laughs> Damn. These burning embers landed on the desk. But I hope for the best. Yeah, gotta hope for the best. Oh, that's why I can't say I agree with a prophecy like World War Three. Mm. Nothing, I don't think anything is set in stone. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is, a, it's so tricky because mm. it's also like a... I don't know who plays to destroy and who plays to build. Mm-hmm. If it's like really um, interests is when I ha- I can have like some benefit of something, so that's like interest. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of people that act just because of interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because they can have benefit of it without mm-hmm. taking care of like the whole picture yeah Um, so i don't know if there's like this kind of people that doesn't really care what's gonna happen or i don't know like this kind of decisions that are being taken uh, around water or around nature or around things i don't know if there's like something really in word there like it's not the the kind of words that we used to live but it's uh uh, like a mediatic work, word and a brain, brainwashed word also. I'm confused. Who is this? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like in subtle ways, there's like, um, I don't know if this is happening or, or that this, is, this can be a true thing. That someone is um, um, trying to control some stuff for their benefits and there's always this way of talking because we don't know who they are like people talk about pharmaceutics or mining or how's the name of this guy that create windows uh, Bill Gates yeah or people talk about him mm-hmm. or Rockefeller families or but he's not related to Leo Gates no mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I don't know I hope not so I don't know if, if some of those kind of things are true or what dimensions are working in here. Damn, that was spooky. That's you just spooky. did a big head turn, as you said, in here. What dimensions are working in here? <laughs> what dimensions are working in here? That, what's a spooky? What word did you say? Scary, ah. spooky. Mm. Yeah, that's the kind of 
ideas that some people carry, but I don't know if that's are true. Who's to say? But I know that there's mining <laughs> and COVID and people with fear. And I do have fear of not having money or things like that. Like not having money, like for example, if, if I, my mother gets sick, like what will I do if she gets sick? And I know that the medical services here in Ecuador aren't great. And so like we... She's connected though, she works at the hospital. Yeah, but even that. So things like that. Yeah, I hear you. The government. Fear. What is fear? Mm-hmm. It's a survival thing, naturally good to have, but it's also un arma de doble filo. Un arma de doble filo. expression. Can we say a double-edged sword? Double-edged sword? Double-edged sword. Double-edged sword. Bueno, esta ha sido mi intervención por el momento en este podcast. Ha sido un placer acompañarlos y esperamos tenerlos en el siguiente episodio. Aprendiendo un poco más de español e inglés e involucrándonos con la cultura de ambas Américas. <risa> ah, gracias, muchas gracias. Estoy de acuerdo con lo que tú dices, pero no uh, entiendo todo de esto, pero estoy de acuerdo. <risa> y uh, hay dos más tabaco ah. ahora so, en uh, todo. No más. Solo estos. Uh, I'm tired of talking about it. Yeah, we're tired of talking. We are going to be more in the action of it. Yeah, action. Action's good. Action on Earth. Action on Earth. We missed the living ground workshop. <laughs> Do you want to learn how to prepare the soil for growth food with the micro, with micro life? Kind of. I mean, I want to understand it to a degree because I want to incorporate those principles in Yangana. Mm-hmm. Who? In Yangana, I want to incorporate the principles of working with the soil and microbiology mm. and learn what living ground knows. Mm. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. We live in a beautiful place. We do. How can I be so ungrateful? When was the workshop gonna be? This past weekend. 
-hmm. yesterday and Saturday. Mm. So you didn't invite me to join? <laughs> well, I didn't end up going. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you would want to go. It didn't seem like it was something you were interested in. I know about that before. Mm -hmm. My ex-partner was very into that. He was like creating, um, like growing food in his land mm -hmm. with that method. Mm -hmm. And he, he told me a, a little bit of that and there's some other friends. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it didn't seem like it was something you were interested in, though, the workshop. No, I mean, yeah. But it, for me, it's like, a, I know people that knows about that. But I don't want to join to things that you want to do without me. Mm -hmm. You've also been really busy with your thesis. Yeah, but I'm here this whole weekend. <laughs> You were ready like later Saturday. Mm. This workshop was from Saturday morning. Mm. Okay, I get it. And I didn't go. And here we are. We can watch a video and start doing experiments here. What experiments? About living ground. Ah. Here? I think in Yangana. So much climbing in the Andes. So much up and down. Yeah. And shaking. Shaking? Yeah, like there's a lot of earthquakes. Ah. Saddles are stronger, not as strong, but there's always some. Do you remember the big one that happened in Ayampe right after we broke up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were angry. Why were you? You can't resolve your problems in peace. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, there's so much earthquakes. So much earthquakes. And it has been that way since always. We Ecuadorians live surrounded by volcanoes. Yeah, the volcano eruption I saw on Instagram recently was amazing. Did I send it to you? I think so, yeah. Here, with these two tobacco, you take one, I'll take this. Okay. When I was... Uh, oh, yeah. When I smoke tobacco, I feel like a discompensation in my body. Like, half of it of the brain false really and, uh, yeah wow. and the other is like trying to bring him back <laughs> Dang. yeah and i have been saying this is gonna be the last <laughs> ah. i wasn't expecting you to join in uh. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. But now, what happened um, with me is like I do find that rejection for this, like my bleh. Mm, I feel like yeah. bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Luis just said it's pointing out the bleh that's already there. Mm hmm. 
I don't know. I think it's... I think any smoke in our lungs probably isn't great. Or should be limited. I mean, what I say is that just to think about tobacco makes me feel bad. Mm-hmm. Strong was... What's the strong? And I was like, no, my body can't handle this anymore. Hmm. We should start drinking liquid tobacco every week. Oh. <laughs> sounds terrible. Yeah. Oh, I had so many miserable times with that. <laughs> miserable times. Ashes all over the desk. It's in theme. Yeah, so that's all I can smoke. delicate flower, untainted by the evil tobacco. When Deborah gave me these tobaccos to sell, she told me, remember that the tobacco is for prey. Yeah. I pray to have a better relationship with tobacco. But also to not be so serious all the time. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you are a dreamer? Yeah. We all are. Yeah. Whenever I stop smoking, I have super intense dreams about smoking. <laughs> oh, dreams. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable around me? Yeah, I mean, I think it's always degrees. Mm -hmm. Like, you're never maybe 100% as comfortable. Well, maybe you could be. But I'm more comfortable with you than anyone else. Mm. Yeah, me too with you. My mom told me the important thing is always to fit control. <laughs> so is your mom pro our relationship? Yeah. Yeah, the first times that I say things to her, she was like, but Meli, it, it, I, what I hear is like you are doing fine. Like Maybe to live together that soon wasn't a great step. But he doesn't sound like a bad guy. Yeah, and I met her. <laughs> yeah. So I... she doesn't think I'm a bad guy. That's a good start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's more leaning to you. Like I, I live with my mom and I have traveled with her and the co-living with her was hard. Now it's less hard. <laughs> mm, yeah, because at the at the beginning, I was living just with my brother, so basically it was time alone, time alone, time alone, time alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not time alone. Yeah. No water. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
No more fire. No more fire. Sometimes that's how I feel. No more fire left. Mm. Here? No, like in me. Uh. <laughs> it's like the uh, Ram Das East Forest song. The ember has to come back to life. Let's play it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So now this podcast has music. It had a little bit last time too. is this? It's time for me to go to the couch to lay down. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for your time on the podcast. It's 1.49 p.m. And I'm ready for bed. I'm gonna be in bed by 2. Yeah, I'll sleep 2 p.m. to 5 a.m. And the religion continues. It's really time for you to see through the absurdity of your own predicament. You aren't who you thought you were. Just aren't that person. In this very lifetime, you can know it. Right now, the real work you have to do is in the privacy of your own heart. All of the external forms are lovely. How do you maintain your inner connection? Okay, good night. <laughs>
start to love that which you can love and just keep expanding it. You love a tree, you love a river, you love a leaf, you love a flower, you love a cat, you love a human. But go deeper and deeper into that love. Do you love that which is the source of the light Luego. Oh. 